What is going on, folks? We are back. We are back in the cantina after a week off from the Thanksgiving holiday. Now that the old man has uh, ate and drank and is fattened up, we are we are ready to roll in Three Scoundrels in a Cantina. As always, old man Logan, Avant, and Bob. And Bob, when I told you about our guest, you went like, oh, shit, really? So I'm going to let you introduce this one. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're living under a rock if you don't know Scribe Gaming. Um, me and Scribe, we... Uh, when we're streaming, we like to do some raiding back and forth. I've, I mean, I don't think we've really hung out, Scribe, but we've raided each other for a few years now, haven't we? <laughs> we've been raid buddies, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yep. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But thanks how, for having me on, guys. Do that, appreciate it. That's how <laughs> I know him personally. Sorry, but um, you know, everyone knows Scribe. He's very informative. He has a video for everything. Oh. Um, you know, he's a consistent streamer, so I would definitely put him on the top tier of. Um, content creating for Sawyer uh, right now. So, um, no, Scribe, definitely. That, that's how I found you, is just from playing this game, looking for guides. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I saw you come up, and I, I think one video you did, I remember you read the the Darth Malgus kit. And I remember you <laughs> yeah. just being like, oh my God, guys, this is going to kick the shit out of everything. And I, I just, yeah. you, always, you always broke down kits really well and had really good informative guides. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I mean, you know, well, you'll make my head just like inflate now. I'll <laughs> burst inside this room. God damn. Hey, man. I need to be a little bit more grounded. <laughs> we got to give credit where it's due, my friend. Agreed. Oh, appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. But uh, so what's going on, guys? How was your guys' uh, holiday for anyone in the States anyways? And um, you guys have Because oh. we had a week off, remember? You guys have a good holiday? No, yeah, absolutely. I was with the, the wife and... Uh, at her dad's place out in the country i we deep fried a turkey and just man yeah i'll just leave it at that it was it was pretty good it was pretty good yeah i had a, a busy weekend family friends uh traveled up to philly to hang out with a friend of mine from school um good weekend good same here i didn't really do much the kids were off of family and so we just kept it low-key do you guys do anything over there man Across the way, oh god, no, no! I had to, um, I had to be reminded about this Thanksgiving thing. I was like, "What's that again?" Uh, but I, I don't know if you guys know, but I, I do a, a podcast on on Sunday evenings um, with a couple of my, uh, my my friends on on Twitch, and and they are all American, so they told me in no uncertain terms that they will not be doing the podcast on that particular Sunday as they have family commitments. So I was like, yeah, all right, fine. I can, I'll have a weekend off, I guess. So, I mean, that was nice. So well, that, I guess I get to celebrate in some way. Americans aren't really sure what Thanksgiving is either. We just know we're supposed to celebrate and eat. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're supposed to eat some Turkey, right? I mean, exactly. can't be a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, there wasn't really too much news. Was there guys? You know, we're, no, we're, there wasn't. Well, let's uh, let's go down the the the, the guest the, the guest um, interrogation. So, of scribe, yep. please tell us how long have you been content creating, and what got you into oh. content creating? Oh, right. Okay. So, I started um, I started back in 2020. So, I, I'm a COVID content creator, baby. I am. Um, you know, COVID hit, the world stopped, and I was like, I'm bored, man. <laughs> I got to do yeah. something. Yeah. So even though, uh, you know, I like most content creators, particularly for this game, um, you know, Star Wars content creation doesn't keep the lights on. My name's not Arnold, uh, you know, so I have a full-time job, 
and my full-time job continued throughout of COVID, but I knew I was going to be spending an inordinate amount of time next to my computer. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do some YouTube stuff. I play this Galaxy of Heroes game quite a bit. And it just kind of went from there, man. Literally like April 2020, so a month into uh, lockdown for me. And been doing it ever since, really. It's a lot of laughs, a lot of fun. Nice. Nice. And the, right. Same here, man. I did the same thing. It was like 2020. Mm. And I started I started with Dragon Champions. I didn't do Swugga yet. but um, Oh, God, I remember that one. Yeah. I think wasn't uh, wasn't it McMull too was one of the first Galaxy of Heroes content creators to sort of like jump ship on that one and yeah, uh, yeah DB official I think got disillusioned DB official oh, man, was one DB. of the top ones yeah. too um, you know mm. Arnold and Mobile Gamer they did a, a few videos I you know they weren't too deep into it but uh, DB official I was in mm. his guild and they they went on for a while but I think they kind of saw where that yeah. was going earlier than a lot of people did but um after they all mm. left I kind of took over me and another buddy we were the top content creators for it. Which isn't saying a lot, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it, it, it got me into con. But you know, it, it broke me in. I was really awkward and stuff, but it broke me into things, and I started getting to know people from the Swuggle world, which kind of got me into that part. So, um, but yeah, I, I kind of started sure. on the same time you did. So uh, I have yeah, a question: yeah. When did you start seeing mm-hmm. your stuff take off? Uh, were you, I can't remember. Were you always a YouTuber, or did you do both at the same time? How did that work out? I, I, I started off on YouTube, yeah. Um, I even started, first of all, streaming. Like, I first streamed on YouTube because I was like, I make YouTube videos. I guess I'll stream on YouTube. And then I realized that Twitch is actually, A, a lot easier to get monetized. Not that I'm doing it for money, because like I said, doesn't keep the lights on, you know. Um, but it was a lot easier. And, and I'm a guy that's sort of motivated by milestones. So I was like, yeah, let's get monetized or, you know, what is it? Uh affiliated on on twitch and i did that like two months after i started youtube but i was almost exclusively just all youtube videos and then started streaming because a couple of my mates were like hey you should do some live streams they'll be fun i was like yeah all right (laughs) why not so um yeah yeah i've not streamed on youtube since though twitch was just a much like uh it was a much more accommodating platform i feel for live streaming at least back then i know youtube has, has made a lot of steps now to make that sort of, um, you know, live streaming platform a lot more friendly. Like back then they didn't even have memberships. There was nothing, right? So like it was, what's the point of streaming on on YouTube outside of additional audience reach? Uh, yeah, yeah. Techno- like technically it was hard for me to figure it out. So that's just why I went to Twitch. Um, I'm still not sure. Yeah, how for even, real. I couldn't even figure out. It was awkward, how, man. Like I couldn't figure out how to get the, the chat up on my OBS. I think I could probably do it yeah. now because I know how it works, but um <laughs> yeah, it was frustrating for me. That's why I did Twitch as well. And I also started with Streamlabs, yeah. but then I moved over to OBS. But um, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. second part of the question. Uh, so you, you've been around, but not that long. Um, when did you start seeing mm-hmm. things take off? Like what certain video that oh, you did or anything? Sorry. Yeah. Um, let me think. Yeah, I think. I'm gonna say I did a couple of. One, everybody's got that one video where they look at the views and go, yeah. "Oh shit." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, it was, I did a video, there's two, there's two different sort of milestones. One's the, one was earlier, but it w- didn't have as big of an impact. And, and that one was, it was a galactic legend counter to Supreme the Kylo Ren that was using gas with Han, Chewie and Fives. Oh, no, yeah, gas, gas, Han, Chewie, Fives, something like that. Back then mm-hmm. when Slacker first came out and he was just uh, like a whole mess of shit, he was broken to all hell. Um but he, back then, he, his AI was so bugged that if you had fives in a gas fiver first lineup, he wouldn't do any AoEs. 
So all he would do is poke. He'd poke and he'd basic. He'd never swipe, so he'd never ramp mastery, and he'd never hit ultimate because Chewie was passing guard over to five, so there was no crits. And you could just kill the entire team with that really weird comp. You didn't even need a full team. And people were like, what the fuck is this? So it was like that one sort of got me got me on the map, as it were. Little people started picking up on my videos and stuff. And then the next one was when I did the um, Heroic Sith um, solo guide with Commander Ahsoka Tano, because I like it's my badge of pride. I invented that as my fucking team. It's the only thing I can claim. It's like, yeah, that's my team, and people used that. So I was like, yeah, that one. That one's still like my second highest viewed video on YouTube. And it's a little bit depressing if I think about it, because that was like what two years ago. <laughs> Never mind. So, so I've been telling um, Logan about this Imperial Troop team that I can take Java down with. And I fucked up in front of him. Oh, yeah. And now, now he makes fun of me. <laughs> Have you seen what this comp with like Magma Trooper and it takes out? Yeah. yeah. So, so, Logan, uh, see, it's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Arnold did a video on it yesterday, but I had uh, I had a couple of little birdies whisper in my ear and, and run through that with me a couple of weeks ago. It's 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 been known by the Gauntlet Guilds for quite a while. Okay. That's what um, I thought, yeah. But they they don't they don't they don't tend to um, advertise that sort of thing. I I just I've got I've got inside scoop, guys. No, I was just well, now, now I know who to talk to. to know that one. I'm going to be DMing more, more to often me. now, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was literally just one of the ones that I just happened to have found out about, and I was like, that's really cool. But of course, my Magna is like gear one level fifty. He's a mod mule. Uh, I'm not relicking him for a, a short time. Uh, Imperial so scribe, trooper canter. Scribe, I gotta, I gotta ask. What is your mm. GP? How does yeah. your ro how does your roster depth look? And are you, am I gonna be writing you a certified card to the yacht club? Because these guys shit. <laughs> because I sit on a yacht. Because I am a spender. Fair, fair. All right. So my uh, my GP right now is ten point seven mil. Uh, I've been playing since June twenty eighteen. Um, I'd say my roster depth is it's it's good where it matters. I mean, I've got every GL. The only thing out of you know the journey guide that I'm missing is Afra and the new Bo-Katan. So I've, I'm basically set. But if you t if you like start peeling that fucking onion, you'll be like, what the hell, scribe? Why are your night sisters like gear eight? And I'll be like, well, you see. There's this thing I just never had the time, and yeah. you know there'll there'll be other stuff out there. So yeah, I mean I've got it where it counts. I feel I feel yeah, I got all the GLs. I can say that yeah, finally. Afra right. <laughs> isn't like a huge. I think we I think a lot of rosters can overcome. Are you going to oh, chase definitely. Afra with the, with the Datacron set? Nah. No, no, no. By the time I get Afra, that Datacron set will be dusting. I feel only yeah. because right now I'm pushing heavy into new Bo-Katan, right? Um, yep. for the first yep. time in ever something news come out and I'm like I'm going to shard shop purchase the marquees I never do that because my old free to play brain because I used to be free to play many years ago um, was like god no I won't buy shards for for crystals that's like three times more expensive than farming them when they go hard node farmable but then you get you know miss the first release obviously almost indefinitely um, but this time I'm in a position where I'm like, yeah, I can, I can just spend those 80 crystals per shard and actually jump on uh, Bo-Katan. So that means right now, Afra can just go fuck herself. I'll, I'll, I'll get her later. Yeah. She's more luxury. She's still to the, like, she's always just been luxury really. There's no, 
she's she's good don't get me wrong but i don't feel like afra is that character that makes or breaks your roster it's like yeah. she's got some pretty nifty counters right you know you can use her in some good places especially with this new datacron but i'm not like god damn i wish i had afra you know it's just kind of like yeah she'd be nice but i'd rather have new bokatan so what is it about yeah. the bokatan that tickled your fancy that made you go through this change of uh spending mm. crystals for the shards um just because i feel like my roster's in a place where i can do it you know, like Fuck. I enjoy GAC. Like so it's like, you know, I finished off layer. I got all the GLs. Afra is the only thing. And I'm like, this is new. This is exciting. This is sexy. And it's Bo-Katan. She's hot as fuck. So it's like, yeah, why not? Why not? So you're part uh, of yeah, the 2%. Just, you're, you're part of the 2%. <laughs> 2% milk, maybe? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, ha you don't. Okay. So she, she was doing some interview and. She was like talking about how, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know what you're of people, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then 2% two, 2 of Star Wars fans like her and just want, want mm -hmm. her to sit on their face or something. <laughs> it's only 2%. That's Mrs. It? Scribble is asleep now, so, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really just 2%. 2% um, seems awfully low. I think she was probably I, being modest. Yeah, I that's all I was thinking too. Um, so, what's your mm. comp supposed to be? Do, does anyone know who's going on the team, the Bo-Katan oh, team? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, the the fifth is still a little think, bit up in the air, but everybody else is kind of prescribed, right? I think with what I've been working with, I um, these guys get, and again, these guys are going to give me shit. I wailed out on the two marquees that are out already, so I'm kind of running this Sick. bounty hunter squad and. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if I go to my squad here, I mean, obviously, I don't think Keller and Beck is going on this thing. I no. think this is going to no. be another no. turd polishing Galactic Republic Jedi. So I hope. I mean, that would that that would be nice. So I think that the definitely the two marquees are going to be obviously Bo Katan is going to be the lead. I'm going to say Bes uh, Mando and the armor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's it, right? Like. IG-12 Grogu is definitely going to be there because the direct synergy with Bam, right? It's yep. going to be a full light side Mando. So we know it's going to be Bo-Katan Mandalore and we know it's going to be Paz because he was literally made for this team. So it's only one slot left. And out of light side Mandos, we've got two units. Really, you're not going to throw Sabine in there. She's kind of tied at the hip to Phoenix. So it's yep. going to be either Armorer or it's going to be OG Bo-Katan. So it's one of those. And until we see Bo-Katan Mandalore's kit, I don't think we'll know for sure. I want to say, I want to say it's Armorer. But only because it'd be weird to have two Bo-Katans on the team. Or even though we do that all the time with like you know, General Kenobi and GMK and you know all that sort of business. But yeah, I agree. But Keller and Beck is not going on that team. No chance. No. Do you think they would? They would make it. Do you think that, that? Okay. Do you think that CG cares if they will take armor away from your C team or you know what I'm saying? Do you think they care? Nah. Yeah, I don't think no, so either. I don't think they give a fuck. Yeah, I, no, at this point, C doesn't necessarily need really armor to work, right? Yeah. A lot of people these days don't even take what in with C. They'll just throw a bunch of trash, trash Sith and still take yeah. out what they need to take out. Right. Um, and ultimately, you know, let's, let's be honest, Trench is not doing enough to warrant taking what away from C if you do need that. Or maybe you throw him with Slacker these days to help tackle Jabber and stuff like that. So I think I think they don't really care. Um 
I mean, there, Wait and see. there's a lot of teams where like there's a definite fifth, but you can always take that out mm. and put something else and still make it work. So um, I like when the teams are flexible like that. It, yeah, same. Like if there's a, a different purpose for the fifth slot, you can counter a different squad with a different character in there. I always like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice if they can get that balance right, where it's like there's not one clear winner for every scenario, right? It's like, oh, if you happen to be going up against GL Lair with this new Datacron set, then you want to have OG Bo-Katan. But if you want to go and take out Jabba, you want to throw in Armorer for some known reason. I don't know. I, I feel say. like, you know, that Beskar stack is going to be pretty tasty. Oh, absolutely. And I, I've just got to say, Paz Vizsla is a th- <sighs> I, that's exactly what I was thinking. You put three stacks of Mate. Beskar on Paz, let him recover mm-hmm. protection and counterattack. <laughs> and and immune to crits. <laughs> like, okay. So uh, you can you can come back to me in six and a half minutes after the game has ended and you're still trying to hit him. Like, it just... Yeah, Scribe, I put my oh, Paz to Relic 9 and his numbers are outrageous. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that is the way. That is the way. Tanks, yeah. tanks are yeah. R9 and he is a juicy mother. He <laughs> Big and thick. Yeah, uh-huh. they built him nice. I like it. What are you uh what are you expecting out of this bow kit? What would you like to see? And do you think CG is gonna mm. get this right? I mean, they did say three Omicrons for GAC. Yeah, three GAC Omicrons. Like I'm generally speaking, the GAC Omicron units tend to land pretty well. You know? Like I think they fucked up a little bit when it comes to Afro in particular, because they kind of they kind of diluted that with making it three V three or five V five with her, you know, her droids, right? The droids have the 3v3 armies. She's got a 5v5 army, but then without her Datacron to complement, she's like, she's okay, not phenomenal. Um, but you look at other ones and you look at stuff like Starkiller, and Starkiller is freaking phenomenal, right? He's still got relevance to this day. I think it'll be okay. I think, I don't think all three armies will be mandatory. I think there's going to be one clear one that is like, you absolutely must have this fucking Omicron. And that will probably be like on her leadership. And honest yeah. to God, I hope it's something like entire Mandalorian light side ally start with three stacks of Beskar armor, because oh, that would just be obnoxious. Maybe that'll be on the Datacron, actually. You never know. That would be absolutely um, sick. But yeah, all I know, all I know is I remember them saying when they announced it is that she's going to be a threat. And with her Datacron in particular, she's going to be knocking down GLs. So that kind of gives us an idea of where the power level is going to sit. And I think it'll be one of those things that her first Datacron set with her armies, she's going to be obnoxious as all hell, like horrendous to face. As soon as that Datacron dies off, she'll be okay. She'll be like very worthwhile to have, maybe has a soft counter against a GL somewhere or two GLs. That's what I'm hoping with it. I'm hoping where they land with it. Um, But honestly, we we don't really know until... Until we see it, right? I mean, we all know how CG is with their words, but I mean, the mm. Star Killer requirements were easier, and he counters Ray. Yep. That's everyone's mostly go to for Ray. So I don't mm. see why she won't. I don't know what she would stop, but I'm sure she'll have her guaranteed counter to one of the GLs. Well, these are mm. pricey requirements. I mean, asking anybody to yep. just get three marquees out of the gate, all three to Relic mm. Seven. That's, I mean, that that ain't cheap. So. Are no. we thinking maybe end of December where this event's going to drop, no. or is this not dropping until after the new year? I think personally it's, it's coming sort of Feb time. I think it's going to line up with the next set of Datacrons coming out because we've just got this set, and I think they're going to have to wait. We don't even have 
Galloran back, right? It's oh. not like he's not even this week. He's probably going to be next week when he comes. And usually at least one of the characters is going to be free to play farmable as in like on a hard note or whatever on Cantina. So I reckon Paz will go farmable, you know, sort of early Jan or something like that. And then two weeks later, they'll be like, oh, Paz is coming in a week. Uh, Paz, Bo-Katan is coming in a week. I don't think, I don't think we're seeing her this year. They haven't got enough time, man. They've got two weeks and then they're going on holiday for two weeks. So I don't see it happening this year. So I think it's going to be subscribe late Car- Jan, early Carthur in mm. the chat. Uh, first time chat. Thank you hey. for coming by. Um, says the million dollar question when does Bo come out like you just said he said that Swaggy Events seems to think she'll be here by Christmas I don't know mm. I don't follow Swaggy Events uh, I'm not sure what he means by that but um. there, so I I, <laughs> I could see that because Starkiller and Afra were both released like right before Christmas I believe yeah mm-hmm. so I, if they want to be historic then I would say they would they would try to do the same thing and they didn't waste much time after they dropped the last marquee for either one of those events. They went, here you go, fuckers, pay or play. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. But the difference is, right, is Starkiller was a permanently available event, right? And I don't think Bo-Katan is, is she? No, Isn't she going to be on rotation? It's a different It's a different title of an event, remember? Isn't it like a yeah, gas confrontation? It's yeah. an epic confrontation, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's the case or so, not. Well, so, the, like, the last two epic confrontations were Gas and Malik, and they both mm-hmm. were events that lasted for like a week. Two days. <laughs> it was, I remember Malik was like two days, was and two I remember days? that so it was, it was over a weekend. Oh. It was like a Saturday-Sunday thing, and I was so pissed because yeah. I actually had Darth Revan when he first came out, but mm-hmm. I had no gear to qualify for the epic confrontation because it was like the first event where you need like 11,500 galactic power on your characters to actually enter the power. And I had no gear. And then he didn't come back for 165 fucking days. And I was like, (laughs) you sons of bitches, man. (laughs) God damn. Well, that's like, Malik is just, it's just like, it's not the same. It's just not the fucking same. I I think that took away all the fun in Swaga whenever they started putting Mm. um, minimums that you had to do. I, because yeah. the coolest challenge from a player, but I loved watching content creators stream it. Like, what's the lowest mm. you could go in and still beat it? And I always love seeing that. And uh, it's sad they started doing that. I understand why from a business perspective, but I feel like yeah, that was some that was some of the most fun I had in the game was doing the very least and you know saying, mm. you know what, I did the three PO event with Ewok Scout and all Gear Eleven. <sighs> Yeah, I, I did that. All gear you're eleven like, characters. A kiss or something? Jesus Christ, man! Like, fuck me. Glutton for punishment. Well, I, I was, was free say, to play like too, and I didn't have wicked soap in your eyeballs. Just like, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it took me Get three down. times around. It wasn't worth it at all. I would have rather yeah. just no. done something no. else. Yeah, looking at like lick a battery or. I don't know, like anything else. And it, like that's still to this day, like it's a little bit different now because Nisa actually makes that event a complete fucking joke. Because I, I went in just for shits and giggles into um, into the C3PO event with a gear 11 Nisa with no mods and I autoed it. No shit. And did, like gear 11, gear 12 Ewoks. It, Nisa just makes that event a complete joke. I was just like, oh, I guess Nisa's pretty good then. I never <laughs> thought about that, but I started an alt account not too long ago. I don't know why mm. uh, I'm sadistic, like you said, um, and mm. that might mean because I want to go for Leia anyways early on, so yeah. I might just farm 
that early on too because that was one of the worst events I've ever played in a video game. That and the oh my gosh, Chewbacca yeah. event were just horrendous. Oh man, yeah. I lucked out on the Chewbacca event because I didn't do that the first time round. And I think the second time round, we had like Grief and Mando drop in the game. And no, that I think just it was made Bosk. that event so much easier. Oh, was it Bosk? Well, well, when, oh, something it first, happened. when it first came out, <laughs> when it first, first came out, yeah. you didn't even have Bosk. Because mm. I also beat that with Boba oh, Fett really? lead. Yeah, and then Bosk came out, but Oof. it was going to take too long to farm him. And so I was still trying to beat it with Boba Fett lead, and I eventually did, but... I, I remember going in with like Gear 8, Grief, and Mando, and I was like, wow, this is an easy event. <laughs> but I remember when it first came out, watching all my friends play it, and they were they had much older accounts than me, and they were like, this event is fucking trash. And you had to watch the video of hand pressing the button on the elevator every single time you failed it. You had to go in and like, what? Oh my God, yeah. where's the button to cut the Yeah, yeah, where's the skip button? Yeah, well, I'm going to go do that now on both of them because I have all those characters. It'll be well, they're relic though. That that takes the fun out of it a little bit. Yeah, maybe on my yeah. ult though. Maybe my ult. Yeah, well, Nisa makes all the difference, man. Yeah, he does. So the one thing that did happen while we were off is we had a raid go live. Now I know we missed last week because of the holiday, so it's out. We've all had some time to fuck mm. with it, play with it. Apparently, some people got sick, motion sickness, something to that effect, I heard. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad. That sucks. Um, but so we got this raid. So let's go Let's go around the panel. Easy. E- 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 Love it. Hate it. Do you auto it or play it? Avant, Ava, let's start with you. Uh, I won't go as far to say that I love it. I do like it. I enjoy it a little bit more than I enjoyed the crate raid. I manually play some of the battles and then the other battles, I would say like five or six of the battles, I just auto them. But I, I manually do my Geolea attack and I manually did maybe my JML or not JML, Jedi Knight Luke uh, squad. There, There's like two or three squads that I manually attack with. And then everyone else I, I put in a rebel, a trooper and like another support character. I can't remember the exact mix. And then you just hit auto and they just blow stuff Mm -hmm. up and then you get a score and you submit. Okay. Um, What about you? What about you bones? uh, All right. Here's my entire review. I think I've said this before. (laughs) All right. So, um, First of all, like the look of it, it's terrible. Uh, I think the, the the crate is. I think the crate was really cool how it looked, and even even the mechanics and stuff. Now I like it better than the crate because I don't have to do anything. I just click three characters, I put it on auto, I come back and do it again. Um, as we've also found out, Avant, um, it's easier to get a higher score, and yes. um, so better. Uh, more rewards and we get to do it less than it but then i'm thinking of all this what i just said so what's the fucking point in making this content at the same time now i agree i agree with the the rewards give it to me i don't have to do anything for no rewards but like i wish they would just put their focus on something in the game that's either like reworking territory wars or making a new mode that would be fun um you know i wish they would put the you know (laughs) instead wish for bones (laughs) (laughs) right so so 
long story uh, short, um, I think it's better because so, I don't have to do anything and I get rewards for it. Um, but I don't care. You know what I mean? It's cool. Whatever. It's rewards. What about you, Scribe? I, I'm, I'm a little bit undecided at the minute as far as the new speed of bike raid goes. I think there's some things that are good. There are some things that are bad, like building off what they did in the crate raid. What I disliked about the crate raid was some of the mechanics were just fucking dumb. Like, you know how you would have certain abilities unlock as you go up higher in tiers? So like, you know, I think it's Old Republic gets something when you take them all to Relic 7. Might even be Relic 8. Can't remember. Additional damage or whatever. So objectively, if you had like a full team of Relic 7 Old Republic, but you took them in at a lower tier, they would perform worse for no other reason than you were at a lower tier. And that shit just doesn't make sense to me. That's fucking dumb. Right. It's just like an arbitrary, you know, because you're going in at this tier, you get this bonus. I'm glad they did away with that shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, the investment that you put in your team pays off. Right. That thing is good. What I don't like about it is, like you said, there's absolutely no fucking spectacle in this raid. Who gives a shit if we are racing through a forest killing unknown scout troopers? That's not that's not a raid, man. <laughs> a raid is killing the Sith Triumvirate. It's killing a crate dragon. It's going up against the Rancor. That yeah. shit's cool. Yeah, I agree. Fucking Nameless scout troopers. How are we supposed to get excited about that? It's like, eh, it's boring, right? Um, but and those sexy ass Ewoks, man. Those fucking I mean, sexy ass Ewoks, though. They they crack their way onto the screens in a big way, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure somebody at CG has got a bit of a furry fetish or something going on because, damn, I knew damn, at some son. Point, I knew at some point this shit was going to get brought up. I just, I knew it. <laughs> it had, it had to I be. Knew it was coming. Knew it was coming. <laughs> um, other than that, you know, the fact that they addressed. Uh, the real burnout that you got with crate, how you're doing it every three days. I much yeah. prefer the fact that now it's once every six days you attack once in a three day period. Totally fine with that. Cool. Love it. Um, I think it's still going to get boring after a while, but I'm okay with it. At least the best thing I can say about it is when you do it, it's fucking quick. Like battles are like a minute and a half. You just go yeah. through, you're like, click, 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 done. Good or bad, you know, good run, bad run. At least it's only a minute and a fucking half. It's not like when you go in with Mole Mandos against the Crate Dragon Raid and you spend three minutes building up to the end and then the fucker eats Mole and you're like, uh-huh. you son of a bitch. And then you restart. I, you know, so, and there's no real RNG in it either. It's kind of, it's very, very set in stone. Um, so I like some things about it. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it in four months' time. No. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I think this new raid for me, in a way, has has, has been a learning tool because now I'm looking mm. at it and no, I'm not gonna relic up my Mandos all to relic eight and relic up my now use. Although I am kind of looking forward to fucking around with the Jawa crown this time around because I do have relic Jawas. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll see how that works out. It probably is gonna end miserably, but. With this raid, I feel like, I mean, it was basically really Rebels and Empire. And a lot mm-hmm. of players are going to have depth in those two factions. So this is yeah. player-friendly. I do like the speed of it, um, but I, I do have to agree with Scribe. I mean, I, when, when you think of a raid, you are, you're, you're thinking of something epic. You're thinking of some epic moment. Like, I mean, like a Sarlacc raid, I mean, or, or something. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Uh, like I know a lot of people have said, the Death Star raid. So really, you are. You're just on a hovering Harley going through a redwood forest, and you're shooting scout troopers. That's... Well, you know, some of the most um, memorable times in this game is when I've overcome each new raid for the first time with my guild. Like, that's just, a mem- yeah. for me, that's some of the best times. Like, you guys probably fail at it, you know, several times, and you waste your tickets, and you got to do it again. But when you finally get it down, and usually the first time you barely get it, and, it, and usually mm-hmm. after that it's even easier, but it's just, it's pretty, feel, it feels good. It's one of the most feel-good moments for me yeah. in the game, where it's the raid, it's, I don't like the new raid thing. Um, I wish, I wish they would just stick to the they old thing. They killed that hype, right? Yeah. They they've definitely killed that hype because, like, even say, like, with the the rancor had it to a certain degree because that was multi-phase and you had to work as a team to bring down each phase, right? But when when it came to the rancor, uh, the the crate dragon raid, sorry, like if you completed a run, you killed the dragon, yeah, right? Like the crate is dead, but then it's like, oh, so now I can do it four more times. Like so, it, it it makes it feel like there's no payoff. It's like you killed it, cool, but now it's also still alive for you and for everybody else, and you can kill it four more times. And it's like, yeah. it's the I want to feel that little bit of accomplishment, right? Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to say that. Yeah, it's like you beat a big boss. You know, at the end of the boss, he dies. Yeah, it's like, but the speeder bike raid feels like a fucking Atari game. It doesn't end. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's a no high score. To it. You, <laughs> you can't it, score. It's did, an endless forest until you die. Or That's, it does you, end if you max the score out. Well, K- yeah. kind of. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I think CG took a really big leap, like mm. trying something completely new. So I won't criticize them for trying something new because they can just yeah. keep, keep rinsing and repeating and giving us the same thing over and over again. Mm. Right. So I think it's bold and kind of brave to do something new. And I can appreciate mm. that. The thing that I appreciate the most is the accessibility of characters. So my guild is 420 million GP. When the crate came out, we were like 380, some 385 probably. And we would score like 55 million, 60 million. And we knew that there was like a large gap to get to that next 90 million box. And that the raid was going to be shelved. So, like, I I could score a lot, but then there are a lot of players in our guild who are like, well, I'm not going to put relics into Mandos and Tuscans because the raid's going to be gone. And, and so now just from, like, like, a base level, my guild was earning uh, 750 of the Guild 3 currency from the crate and then this this past raid, if you do the conversion right, it, it happens uh, half half as many times. So that would give us that would net us uh, fifteen hundred of the guild three currency from the crate. We earned three thousand guild three currency mm-hmm. with this last speeder bike raid. Mm-hmm. So we have doubled our rewards, which is like mm-hmm. insane. That's so good. So yeah, it, it's yeah. it's it's more accessible because people. Mm-hmm have more of the the players and the teams and that's uh, just to just to riff off what you're saying there is conversely my guild had the opposite problem and that transition from crate to this uh this new raid the end or speeder bike raid we were hitting the 265 in crate right but we can't hit just yet we're a little bit shy of the 424 million box and that means we're actually down 
about 700 Mark III a week mm-hmm. because because that this if there was like a box in between there we would probably be up but as soon as we hit that 424 we're going to be up by about 5 600 a week right so that is a little bit frustrating but i do agree that this has really helped those guilds that weren't hitting that 130 or that 265 mil box in crate because yeah. that 208 is super accessible and even the ones below it super accessible so many characters that are from like old legendary farms and if you are going for layer which they give people a massive fucking lift up with all the additive drops and the double drops oh, and all yeah. that shit right. yeah. and all of layer's characters more or less can be used in this new raid it's so like it's it's strange it's like cg are being kind to the player base it's crazy so like Hats off to them. It is it is very accessible, and I think we, it's probably something we can expect to see in future raids because they want to encourage people to engage in the new shit. Yep. So we'll mm-hmm. get a new GL, and they'll be pushing. Maybe they won't do quite the same additive drops, but it will be something along those lines of all the requirements for the GL will apply in this new raid that we're building. Go out and enjoy sort of thing. So that's 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 cool. I like it. Scribe, why are they being so nice to us, man? Every week I'm trying to figure out why they're being so nice. Oh, here we go. You're like, uh, well, I tell you why, buddy. I'll tell you why. Um, because the latest rumors, right? You heard about the, they're threatening to remove uh, crystals, apparently, from from Fleet Arena. And you I were talking, you were talking about, you know, you were saying earlier, man, about what if they rework Territory Wars? If that's where those crystals are going, and you can expect to see leagues and divisions just like GAC for Territory Wars, now everybody's going to have to get super sweaty about TW if you want to have those crystals. Now, this is just this is speculation and rumor. Don't take it, you know, take it with like a large fistful of salt. But that's that's latest whispers. I, I was born with there. a uh, aluminum foil hat on, so I'm always yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah. Your poor mother, that must have been painful. (laughs) (laughs) It was. She hated me for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, That's Uh, that's interesting you said that, though. Um, mm. Because in my eyes, that would take away a lot of the meaning for ships. Anyways, I understand for Grand Arena. 100%. But uh, Mm. the main reason I I tell people to go for ships at all is to get those crystals. So that would definitely be interesting. I mean, it's... It's absolutely true, but they could still do it regardless, right? Because people are not going to give up on fleet because it's such a huge source of Zeta income as well. Like if you're getting first in fleet, that's basically a Zeta a day. And that's kind of huge, especially with the characters we're getting are almost always two or three Zeta characters at this point. You need to keep on top. I like for the first time in forever after I unlocked Leia, I ran out of Zeta mats. I was like, wow. So that's what happens. It's not just me. It's not just <laughs> a bunch of shit. Why are you so Zeta poor? And I was like, dude, I'm telling you, it, it's it's becoming a thing. Well, so yeah. Two, yeah. Scribes, two Scribes point, I have been number one in Fleet Arena since the Millennium Falcon dropped, which is why I am not Zeta poor. <clears throat> I rode that wave on the crest, and I am still on the crest. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> but but when, you're, when you're a whale... You got you constantly have something to Zeta. When you're free to play, that's spaced out a lot more, and it gives you more time mm-hmm. to accumulate that stuff. And well, I, I, I always have plenty of Zetas. I'm sitting on three Zetas and three Omicons. So Keller and Beck better be like the next <laughs> Jesus when it comes to saving shitty Jedi. Because if he's not, he's not getting a Zeta. He will go to Relic Seven because I got to put him there. But he's not getting shit because it's being. Mm-hmm. Bo's he, probably going to have three Zetas, three Amicrons. Again, three Zetas, yeah. three Amicrons. If, if he's like half the man Jar Jar Binks is, I think he'll live up to that. 
You may not need all three Omicrons. I mean, for Christ's sakes, I've gone through my entire time playing this game with Starkiller having one. Oh, my both boy Starkiller. Yeah, you gotta show that guy some love, man. Give him two. He would be, like, I agree, he doesn't actually need three, but fuck it, I, I put all three on him. I was like, yes, there you go, good boy, pat pat. Yep. He deserved it. He earned those three armies. The completionist in me wants to do that. Hey, um, Bob, well, we just heard what, what Scribe did there. Avant or Bob, have you guys any of these characters that you saw three armies and said, fuck it, taking the plunge and dropping all three? Malgus. I, I didn't do it on uh, Starkiller, mm -hmm. but I was so excited I, about Malgus, and we all thought he was going to be a badass. So um, I think I had two saved, and I had to do another three. Um, I feel like I just did that with someone else. Was there another Malakos? Yes, Malakos. I just did that with him as well. I I was like, fuck yeah, he's getting three as well. I didn't even know who the hell the guy was. He just looked awesome, sounded awesome. <sighs> and he's saw... a cool character in, in the yeah. in Jedi Fallen Order and in boss that that fucking yeah Fallen Order, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Christ, what a pain in the ass beating him was. Uh, to mm -hmm. answer your question, I have zero characters with three Omicrons. Well, I spread I spread them out. That, well, that there you go. Always. Have I mean, to I don't know if that's on. the right thing to do, but yeah. I, that that that's how I live my life. Yeah. I yeah. did do I did do Malgus. I did do Ben Solo. I would have done Malakos, but I was four short of the third, so I couldn't give it to him. <laughs> but I, I mean, again, like what Scribe said earlier, um, I'm going to be paying very close attention to what these Omicrons say on the new Bo-Katan. I'm I might wait. A little bit, see what other content creators like Scribe come up with, or or, or whom, whomever else, and be like, um, you don't need all three, and I'll go, okay, here we go. So I can put that delta. I did, I did give Scout Trooper his. Ooh. Oh, I'm so you glad you brought it up because you drunkenly did it that night on stream. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, was was that like an accidental drunken thing, or was it oh, a deliberate no, drunken I, thing? I was kind of half in the bag, and I had one of those moments where I went, you know what, fuck it, I'm giving him this dumb crap right now, and I did it, I did it. <laughs> Just like, yeah, now I can get 300,000 more points with him. Literally, yeah. that's all you're getting. That also uh, reminds me, Logan, I need to go back and clip your GAC stream where your C got blasted by Hondo. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! He one, he one shot his ass. That was a crazy. I, Hondo I, is terrifying, man. <laughs> like, he actually is terrifying. He just you sort of sits so, there, and then she's just like, yeah. "Can you Sorry, also dude. clip my Leia counter where the thermal detonators killed all five of them?" <laughs> no, we can't do that. In the GL, if oh, it was I, good, I, if I, it was positive, no. Yes, I'm only going to clip was, things. I don't think it was all five. I think one person was left, but no, it's that new uh, Bushcron. I got it, tried yeah. it out on GAC, and I think at one point Leia had 80 or 90 thermals on her. Oh my God, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> my last and then I threw her big one, and it went boom, and like four, four rebels just dropped, including Leia, and I went, oh, well, that works. My last GAC, um, you guys talked me into keeping Malakos for Lord Vader. But I ended up taking the Vader out with like bounty hunters or something, and Reva was on defense, and I didn't have for some reason I didn't I couldn't use um, Treya. I remember so we so I tried Malakos, and dude, he threw those rocks and deleted all five of them instantly. Uh, it was some of the coolest so things I've ever seen. When you see it. Yeah, uh, it was. You're going to see Love some it. interesting 
uh, counters with scoundrels trying to go up against Lord Vader, I think, in this set. Mm-hmm. There are some interesting combinations and things that I've looked at for this. And again, I know Bob's favorite fucking topic, Data Crowns. But, I mean, again, the Scoundrel Faction is the biggest faction in the game, and some of the abilities they gave them are not mm-hmm. bad. Now, let's let's be 100% real. These are the shittiest fucking secondaries we have ever seen in the history of Data Crowns. Yeah. Scribe, you, you think you know, I was going to say? Do you do you agree with no, that? I think they're f- fucking trash, man. <laughs> like it, it's it's one thing to have the low values because they're much lower than what we've typically been used to. But then you also split them, so you've got like fucking you know armor penetration and you've got resistance penetration. So you've just doubled your odds or like half the benefit half the time. You're like, well, fuck, I need resistance pen. It's just like. It's nothing to get excited about, especially when you look back and you think, oh, yeah, I could have had 400% fucking defense, or now I can have like 120 resistance pen if I'm lucky enough to land it that many times on the data front. I've I've never heard of resistance penetration in this game. Is that helping Mm -hmm. potency? Yeah. What the fuck? No, no, it's special special attackers. So it's like, you know, if you do physical damage, you need armor penetration, not physical Hang on, yeah, I'm getting right. confused. Physical now. for armor. Uh, yeah, armor penetration yeah. Yeah. is physical, and resistance penetration is for special attackers. So if you would like to um, Fennec bounty hunters against Lord Vader, you want resistance penetration, right? Okay. If you've got Star Killer, you want armor penetration because he's a physical attacker. Right. Yep. Um, but before, in the past, we've had defense penetration, which is both. Like, fucking give me both. Don't make me split and choose. That's just, it just makes it not fun. And like I said, the values are lower than normal as well. Don't get me started with fucking accuracy, though. Just take that out if you're going to do all that other (laughs) shit. Hell yeah. Take accuracy. Gen K needs it so bad. Like, for the A2, man. That A2. I think with that, too, you can really ignore the secondaries. I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. if, I mean, you're going to want armor pen, that's always nice, but that's like the only secondary that's worth a damn from what I've been seeing. But again, the the abilities, I mean, Afra is going to be absolutely, Afra is going to be what Afra should have been. Mm. And we got that that uh, Boosh counter for the Toxic Leia team. I, has anybody seen if that's working on any other variations of her team, or is that only the Toxic Squad? Because you have to focus down Leia out of the gate. I I haven't I haven't looked into it just yet. I've just heard it just decimates. I've heard it just walks through like butter. But I you, know, you, you can know. hit auto and pretty yeah. much walk away. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm yet to build mine currently. I got I got completely screwed when I was uh, re-rolling my Datacrons yesterday. Six times I re-rolled that uh, level six ability when it was on uh, on on Scandrels, and not once did I get the DI one. I was like, "You fucks!" <laughs> I was uh, which, not happy. Which one were you trying to get? The DI one. Which one was that? Uh, the uh, the Hut Cartel DI um, <clears throat> one for for Bausch. You know, that's the one that gives oh, all the yeah. extra TM and the abilities. <laughs> Like, Describe some something so. I'll do is mm-hmm. when you when you roll your level six, if you get a mm-hmm. HUD cartel one that you like, or mm-hmm. sorry, if you get a HUD cartel ability and that's what you're going for, but you don't get the one you're you're that you really wanted, I'll mm-hmm. roll it up to level nine. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, you want get to lock your, in the level nine get, so you can't get the other faction. Get, yeah, for yeah, sure. Get your character that you want and then re-roll your six. That way you're like better chance of just getting that way you're only getting hut cartel abilities and you're not like yeah, splitting yeah. it between the other faction um because yeah, no, I, I did that i i think i got um i got santis santis at the level nine which is not ideal but i wanted to lock in the hut cartel faction you know so 
I had to re-roll quite annoying. a few times just to get Boosh. I kept getting Gamorian Guard and this other shit. I'm like, like on my third roll, I'm like, oh, Gamo. <laughs> How are you guys rolling already? I I haven't even got through Sector 3 of Conquest. How are you guys already? Oh, I'm finished. You're finished? You're red crated? Well, I'm not finished. I've not I've not read books, but I've done all of Sector 5. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm through Sector 5. I'm, I'm Datacron building at this point. I'm on same. 7 or 8 level 9s at this point. Damn. I'm I, I'm just farming datacrons too. I mean, I'm still farming global feats and shit like that. I haven't completed all the sector feats, but right. I'm, I've got my data disk set up all built out so that basically you can win with anything. Um, and I'm just going to be farming bonus nodes and getting the feats done passively. And, you know, we've got 3v3 sign up, what, in Tuesday? So I want to try and build out some datacrons by then. But I, I do six, six refreshes a day on Conquest. And, like, okay. big people do more than that. So that's usually how I get through it quickly. I'm sitting here saying, "How did you do that?" I'm, pr I'm thinking, I think I forgot to do it today. <laughs> that might be why. Oh, I didn't play it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, what, what do you got to do, man? Is you got to like play Conquest? I don't know. It's fucking annoying, but yeah. Once you once you get through it, you could just auto it at the end, and that's always nice. Oh, what is, what speaking is Conquest? of Conquest, this is it. This is the last one before. Hell yeah. New shiny Beskar armor Moff Gideon. So let's mm. let's switch up the topics real quick and give this guy another gander. We're not going to obviously read the kit again. We did that, but what do we all think about this? It's I mean the Omicrons are all TW. I don't know how many people mm. put Omicrons on TW tunes, but is this something that you're going to put gear in and put to relics immediately, or are you going to wait for some footage, or are you just not interested? Mm. I mean, Bob. we don't even do. Or no, Avant, go ahead. You started. I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna take him up to uh, relics. I'm probably not gonna bump him to relic seven, but I'm gonna make sure I have enough gear to take him up. You only need, uh, what is it? Three Cairo pieces plus the finisher for him. So 150 okay. of uh, the battle computers and 250 shock rods. So it's not. Like six of them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I mean, I'm going to take him to relics. I don't know how great he's going to be without his TW armies, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, Bodie just said three scoundrels. Don't forget, next conquest starts on to December 25th. Happy Christmas. Son of a bitch, really. It's, the, it's like Are last you? year, didn't they have a TW on Christmas? Like, so, okay, so who's going to fucking play DW on Christmas Day? I think I signed up and played, but I have issues. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> um, Bob, what do you think of this tune? What do you I have not even it? tried that hard. I've gotten, like, a gold crate and, um, like, I think it was only two times. Maybe I got it three times. I don't know, something was going on the first time. I, I haven't even tried, so it's going to be a while before I even get him. I don't care. Like you said, he's TW. Um, I don't ever plan on putting Omicrons on a TW character unless they make me do it like uh, Scribe was saying until they start making me feel like I need to. Um, so I don't I don't give a shit. It's going to be a long time before I... As far as where I'm at, uh, yeah, it'll be a long time before I even have him unlocked. Scribe, what about you? I'll, I'll get the unlock for sure. Um you know, I've, I've been red boxing. I like, I refuse to not red box conquest. I, like, it's it's like a, it's. I mean, 
I do videos on uh, guides on how to do it, right? So it's in my interest to be red boxing all the time anyway. Um, I will relic him probably straight away. I'm not throwing on TW Omicrons because my guild currently is not like super sweaty TW. If they were to be, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll consider it. Yeah, sure, why not? If it happens to be good. I'm sure, I'm sure his TW Omicrons will be good. It just makes me a little bit nervous that outside TW, he's just going to feel like shit because – you look at things like, you know, Dad Bod Boba. It's yeah. not that he's bad. He's not bad, but he's not fucking good either. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, inside TW, he does shit if you've got his TW Omicrons. But you take him outside of TW without the Omicrons, and all of a sudden he's kind of like, well, maybe if I need a filler bounty hunter, I can throw him in. At that, and that's about the extent of his use. Trench is another example. Trench does actually do some good shit outside of TW, but it's not like he's the first thing that comes to your mind to use. He's good at clearing up GLs after you've taken out a couple of things, if you happen to have dropped battles on GLs in GAC and shit like that. He's great in TW with the Omicron, but I'm not. that's not where I'm going to put my investment. So it makes me a little bit scared. I'm hoping they get the balance right this time, that he has good use outside of that game mode because you know it's conquest character they're usually pretty good so i'll take the gamble i'll take the gamble i did it with trench i took trench to r7 so i'll do it with this guy too when we we did the uh the kit breakdown for this tune correct me if i'm mm. wrong fellas but isn't um for tw he's gonna have like a completely different team comp than he would anywhere else mm. like, isn't there a, wasn't there a clause in his kit that outside of tw he worked really well with troopers and uh yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think it's like Imperial Remnant. Imperial yeah. Remnant is his TW focus. I feel like Mandos was a team, and then Imperial Remnant was one. Yeah, he's supposed to be good in TW with Mandos, I think. All right, okay. Like Dark Side Mandos, I would assume. I mean, that that shit's fire with with ISC operating the way he is. <laughs> it's gonna be nutty, dude. Um, but yeah, I, I know he's like. I imagine if nothing else outside of TW, he'd probably still make a good uh, tank for Lord Vader. He's still got the Empire tag, hasn't he? At least I think he's got Empire. I hope yeah. he has. Okay. Yeah. Struggling to remember his kit, to be honest with you. Uh, me yeah. as well. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a while. I mean, it was months ago. Usually, if I put the mm. time into getting a conquest tune or whenever I do, I usually take him to R7. Um, I'm not as hardcore yeah. as you guys are, but it just seems like it's something you should do is R7. Mm. So that's probably what I'll do when I get him. Unless he just sucks ass, then I won't even relic him at all. Well, a lot of people are building up their uh, Imperial Troopers anyway because of this new raid. So I feel like he's gonna f he's gonna have a home, regardless. Yeah. yeah. So why not? And you you guarantee he's gonna get a fucking Datacron. So and the Datacron at least will be very good for four months. So if you care about that shit, I guess. No, in all TW, I was I was wrong. It, it does. It focuses on uh, all Imperial Remnant. So yeah. yeah okay. Just doing a quick glance. Yeah, and TW, he potentially, he's got a mass revive. I remember that now. Uh, mm. so he's, he's got some nasty shit. But yeah, I mean, if he if he gets a Datacron, that's, that's going to settle his issues for four months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's bound to have a Datacron. And that's, that's where I think we'll also see the new Bo-Katan Datacron come into play. So we'll have Mandalorian Dark Side and Mandalorian Light Side Datacron. To go with new Bo-Katan Mandalore, um, that's how I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna shake out. That actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah, that actually does, and that's Mando that's v Mando. Very reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. 
I Do you remember I'll... the old Spam Datacron where his whistling birds was doing fucking nutty damage? Yeah, that shit was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was one, the same yeah. one as the um, was that the dash one as well that gave him the bonus turns every time oh an opponent God. took a turn. Yeah, like damn. <laughs> every time, like, every time someone took a turn, Dash got a bonus turn. So he was yeah. just constantly just spraying across. And you're like, oh my mm -hmm. god, can I please get a turn? The old well, tickling birds. Yeah. It's Afrochronic. You get the right. I think it was the right level six, and of course, Afro and Relic not in this set. The amount of turns she's going to be taking is going to be absolutely obscene. Mm -hmm. I rolled that Chron yeah. the other day, and I cannot wait. Level six bonus turn and the and the yep. Afro ability on level yep. nine. She's the just gonna turns, keep going yeah. and going and going. You're never gonna get a turn. Yeah, you're gonna need to Han CLS Han Chewy her to to kill her probably if you put her on defense. I think I think the uh, the utility of her on. I don't know if I can put her on defense. Just put uh the the, the utility she's she potentially could have on offense. The is, only uh, way you put her on defense is if your opponent puts Toxic Leia as a team and splits up the CLS team because I think CLS is like the best counter to her because I really think that some of the GLs, she might beat them. Well, you know what? It's funny that you say that because now more than ever, I think in this set, uh, you're going to be seeing a lot more people scouting their opponent because with this Bushcron, no one is going to put their harder new toxic investment on defense and let their opponent mm -hmm. get, you know, get max banners on it. Yeah. I know I'm going to be looking. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's going to be weird, man, because it feels like Lair and, and Jabba are such staple defensive GLs for GAC. And now... If you've got, like, if you or the opponent has got the Bauschkron, you feel like you're not going to see either Jabber or Lair on defense anymore. Because no. it's like, what, what's the point? <laughs> like, no, just gonna you take Jabber for there. offense and, and you take Lair. Like, Lair is just going to fall apart. I mean, so many people have now got bloody Genlike Cal as well that he handles Lair very, very easily, I feel. Um, even, even the Toxic comp, I've yet to lose with, uh, with Genlike Cal JML. I struggle with that fight. I oh. still struggle with that one. I usually that's find why, it okay. That's why I went for the Bushcron so hard. I'm like, well, fuck. Oh, I mean, crap. yeah, the, the Bushcron does piss all over it, to be fair. Like, it's a much, much safer comp. But it just makes me think, right? Like, I'm not the kind of guy when it comes to the GAC that sets a light defense. I never have been. I'm usually like a 70% heavy defense, 30% offense, and try and hope that I don't fuck up my soft counters, which doesn't always work in my favor. Um, so the idea of me taking Jabba and Leia off defense, I feel like I've all of a sudden got to put stuff on defense again. And I'm like, well, I, what, do I move JML to defense? Do I start putting C on defense again? I don't fucking know. I think we're going to see some weird GACs coming forward. I think Unless everybody just goes full offense. It's also 3v3. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, I did forget about that. Shit. It, it does. It makes you wonder. I mean, he's. I mean, Scribe's right. You got Leia and uh, Jabba, and normally you would see those on D, but this set and just some of the off counters that are coming in is going to make the board interesting. And I mean, I'm probably going to be putting my Ray back on defense. I will. I had her on. I had her on offense, but um, we will. And I was putting Jedi Master Kenobi on defense, so we will. And yeah. yeah. 3v3. Fuck, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Have we had a, a I mean, 3v3 with Leia yet? 
Yeah, once. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember the, uh, what is it, Slacker Malikos counter to, to Leia. That was, um, I mean, it's not, it's r really banner inefficient, but it was at least, it was like the counter that was discovered during that first 3v3 with Leia, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. One of the few things that dealt with Leia at the time. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. just the cupbearer of Kyber 2 right now. <laughs> I haven't dealt with that yet. It's uh, my first 3v3 in Kyber 2, so we'll see. Yeah. Kyber 2 is fucking massive. I like this this is the weirdest thing about Kyber 2 man. Like cuz Kyber 1 is like 1200 players or so, 13 1400 players. It's it's a really competitive bracket, right? But then you go to Kyber 2 and it's like 10,000 players in Kyber 2. So it means the top end of Kyber 2 and the bottom end of Kyber 2 is worlds apart in difficulty. Yeah. Like it it just boggles my mind that you know, the level of competitiveness at the bottom end of Kyber 2 is so vastly different at, to the top end, but the reward structure is exactly the same. It's like, I'm working so much harder and I'm not getting better rewards, although I do tend to flip between Kyber 1 and Kyber 2. It's just, um, same. feels like it needs a bit of a shake-up, you know? It's funny you say that because I have a buddy that who's also um, from Down Under. He, he has an 11.5 million account, and he lets me <laughs> use it on Grand Arena and make nice. my streams a little more entertaining. But I'm on the like you just said. I'm on the bottom of Kyber two, and then with that account, I'm on the top of Kyber two. You know what I mean? I went three and zero on my nine point four million account, but went one and two with the eleven point five. <laughs> but we're still in Kyber two. You know, it, it was strange. But I know what you mean by that. Yeah, yeah. I've got some friends that are at the bottom of Kyber two, and I'm like, wow. You sometimes you don't even fucking see Datacrons, man. What's that like? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, people are getting yeah, stuck yeah. on my defenses. Like on a nine point four million, I have one GL on defense in Malakos and like Malgus, and people are getting stuck on my Akbars and shit. And they have seven and eight GLs. <laughs> they they have Leia, dude. They put Leia on defense yeah. with eight GLs, and I'm beating them. So I don't know. I don't know what nice. the hell they're doing. Props Every to you. now and again in Kyber One, you'll bump into a player that that gets the gets the datacrons that he's hunting for. He doesn't. You know, he or she does not go into or do what I do, which is just go into complete excess where, I don't know, I feel like the, the more level nines you have, the better chance you have, the more you can manipulate secondaries, the more you can try different things. It's, just, it's more tools in the toolbox. But yeah, in Kyber 1, every now and again, I'll see somebody that will just have what they need, and that's it. But, I mean, Kyber 2, and you're not really facing any? I mean, fuck, dude, that must be nice. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come join me, man. It's good. It's good down here. I'll, I'll pour you a cup of wine. We can sit on the yacht for a while. Talk oh, some shit, I, man. I, I pretty consistently stay in, in Kyber One. I, I accept my fate. I don't like losing a GAC like anybody else. It gets frustrating. And that sounded kind of weird. I wasn't coming on to you or anything. I'm just. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think you were. I think you were. That's exactly how it came in my ears, man. <laughs> I got a little weirded out with a glass of wine. If you offered me cheese, I'd start. Okay, listen. The reason I keep saying that is because before I was the king of Kyber 3. Because I'd always win in Kyber 3 and go up from Kyber 2 and lose and go to Kyber 3 and just keep winning in Kyber 3. But never win in Kyber 2. So I was the king of Kyber 3 and I was the jester of Kyber 2. But now that I'm winning in Kyber 2 and staying there, I'm now the cupbearer. So that's why I would pour you some wine if you came down here. I'm the cupbearer of Kyber too. I think. You're I just mean, I like your thought, like, man. Yeah. 
but I, I, I don't know how you expected any of us to pick up on that <laughs> fucking hierarchy of, <laughs> of social standing. <laughs> wow, that's why he's the cup bearer, of course. And next, he's going to be the aide to the king. <laughs> I have a long ways to go, but we'll get there. I think you really pulled that out of your ass to save face. I think that's what you but, like. But the, the cup bearer caught yourself and went, oh, shit, I just came on to him, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. you caught me. So I had to come up with, quickly with a hierarchy of how things work, and I did all that in a couple minutes. You are one sexy man. Speaking of GAC, how did everybody's 5v5 go? And are you looking forward to 3v3, and are you going to try anything different? Uh, should I start? Shoot. Yeah, I was 5-4. and four. And I finished my last match. My win got me into Kyber 1. So I am sitting at the very bottom of Kyber 1 right now. Um, I am excited about 3v3. I have my Afrikron. I'm trying to get my Bushkron before, um, before 3v3 starts. Uh, I only do three refreshes for Conquest, but... I might bump it up just to like rush it a little bit so I can get that Datacron because I, I really, really, really want it. You got time. You got you got some days left. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, is there anything that you guys are worried about in 3v3? Avant? Leia. <laughs> is she Leia. is she worse in 3v3 or 5v5? Well, the thing that worries me is that we came up with these thoughtful counters and they're for 5v5 and <laughs> I don't know that people have tested them in 3v3 so we don't know if this boosh datacron is going to work in 3v3 yeah um, well that too and we also week, don't know. it's just a shit show man it's just a fucking shit show we don't know what the comp for Leia in 3v3 is going to be because if you don't bring if you just bring Han and Drogon Chewie's not there to give guard and then you're not getting all those extra bonus attacks so what's the point so I I'm, think it's R two and Drogon. Yeah, yeah. So, but the I mean the the Bushcron is is still gonna is still gonna beat it. We'll so, see. Yeah, I, we, we will. See. Well, again, it should beat it theoretically. I guess. Do you think there's an easier team in three v three? Would Cal is Cal still gonna be the go to, or we're we're all gonna do Java? Hmm. I'm not even sure, to be honest. Like, there are options for 3v3 layer. You know, like I said, if, if you can do it with Slacker and Malikos, you can do it with JML, JMK, uh, JK, Gemlike Cal, and potentially also with Bausch. There's three options for GL layer. But again, it comes down to, are we even going to see her on defense at the minute? That's yeah. the bit that's going to get... I, like, I hate the first... First week of 3v3 when it comes back, I'm like a yeah. deer in the headlights. I'm like, what the fuck do I even do in 3v3? Can anybody remember? Like, how does this game mode work? Uh, I hate the first week. Same. It always goes to shit. Yeah, I'm but. always rusty. It takes me about two weeks. I'm a slow learner. But uh, and then right, <laughs> right, right. Whenever I get into like the groove of things, I start winning. It's over, and it's time for five v five again. Well, it's like you know, CG had said, you know, Lair is going to be an offensive, offensive GL, not so much viable on defense. Bull fucking shit, dude. Bullshit. <laughs> it's it's weird that CG's inner monologue to you is Patrick Mahomes. I know, I know, right? That's I think true. it's Kermit, Kermit the Frog. As much as you love Pat Mahomes, that was more Kermity to me. 
I think <laughs> that was the joke. Sounds like the frog. That was the joke because it sounded nothing like Patrick Mahomes. That was the joke. Do you watch well, football, yeah. Scribe? I know you're. Oh, no. You should, man. You're missing you're out. Like uh, American football, yeah. Because I'm a Brit, so football is a different thing over here. Yep, very different you know. thing. Yeah, I just don't know how uh, it is like overseas. Like, I don't know if anyone follows that kind of stuff or if they give a I, shit. I think it's gained popularity in recent years, but it, it like it was never a uh, like a big thing out yeah. in, in well, at least in, not in the UK. Like people know what it is, obviously, but it's uh, I from what I understand because I don't even understand really. It's like <laughs> the Super Bowl is like a big fucking thing for you guys, right? That's kind of like it's almost like a holiday. It's, it's, it's a big deal. Like a yeah, Thanksgiving. It's where you get together with a lot of people and you eat food that's bad for you. And it doesn't. I mean, that sounds like a great time. But and people yeah. who don't even watch football will gather around for it. You know, it's this family affair. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, that that's not really a thing. Um, I I I I follow the the closest thing that I watch to that is is the the British equivalent, which would be rugby. Uh, so I, I I watch I watch rugby. I like rugby. It's which is much tougher, probably. I'm sure it's a lot. It's it's different. I'd say like there's a lot of the same sort of things. There's none of the padding, but the hits aren't as big. Like yeah. you don't have stupid people going headfirst into tackles. There's a lot of rules around <laughs> safe tackling, but at the same vein, yeah. it's also like from what I understand about American football is like you've got an offensive team and a defensive team, and then you have plays and breaks and plays and breaks. Whereas yep. rugby is kind of like it's two halves of forty minutes. You don't fucking stop. You've got like five subs. That's it. Yeah. There's no such thing as an offensive. So there's a lot more cardio involved in it because people are fucking running at each other and tackling each other for 40 solid minutes each half, right? Yep. Um, so I think it's a little bit... I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's harder necessarily. I, I just say it's different. Right. Slightly different. It, no, but man, it, gets me, it gets me fired up, man. Scary-looking motherfuckers right there. Those guys are mean-looking. It is fun to watch. I've watched a couple rugby matches when I was in college. Uh pretty interesting i'm more of a curler i don't understand the fucking rule (laughs) a curler did you say (laughs) i'm more of a curling kind of guy um i used to like turn my nose up to soccer or whatever i was like oh they just run around and kick a ball until uh i worked at a mexican restaurant and a bunch of mexican people afterwards we were playing and i we played for like 45 minutes and i had never been so tired in my life and so after that, I have like so much respect for like professionals or whatever, um, uh-huh. because I I was on the ground for thirty minutes gasping for breath, and that was when I actually <laughs> was in somewhat kind of uh, you know I could actually do stuff like that. That was probably fifteen years ago, um, but mm-hmm. yeah. So is there anything else in three v three that we wanted to cover? Anything other teams scares you? Anything you want to try on defense? Anything you you know? I don't really know, man. I, I'm like I'm throwing Ray back on defense for threes. She used to be the queen of three v three defense, right? Like she was yep. a nightmare. Um, I'm hoping she can get some holds because I need something. I need some heavy defensive uh, teams to play with. I don't know what. I oh, that's scoundrels. I know you were talking about it earlier, but some of the scoundrel crons are, are pretty fucking cool. And yeah. the bon- the hundred percent turn meter on basic for scoundrels is oh yeah. I think that one's got a lot of potential. Obviously, it's got potential with like Han, Han and Chewie and stuff, because like you know, the, you start with a bonus turn on Han. That's a basic. He gets a bonus turn from that. Well, it gets a hundred percent turn meter. Then you'll do the stun. He gets another turn. 
fucking, you know, that that's going to be fun because the damage output out the gate is going to be cool. But like you said, the scoundrel faction is huge. A lot of teams could make use of bonus turn on a, or it's not a bonus turn, 100% turn meter on a basic. So I think there'll be some fun things to play around with that. So, yeah. No, absolutely. Cool and, and because it's, yeah, because it's such a big faction. I mean, mm. some of the ones that stand out to me is, I mean, it's going to make Hondo, Hondo very interesting. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, and free and freeze nest, and and again, things like this. You know, you slap this on. What that. was that again? Say her, say your name. Nest. <laughs> the first name, the first part. No, I don't remember what it was. No, you're um, not again, Bob. Uh, Enfis. Can, can I can I hit you with some? Can I hit you with some knowledge about Enfis Nest? Thank you, Enfis Nest. Yeah, there it is. There, Bob. Uh, <laughs> you see the, this right here? This this right here. This is my rugby world cup jumper that I wear. And it is for the WRU, which is the Welsh Rugby Union, because I'm Welsh, right? Mm -hmm. So Enfys is a Welsh word. It means rainbow. Really? So it's, and it's pronounced, it's actually pronounced Envis, not Enfys. It's more like a V. But uh, American's not going to pronounce it that way. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's the Welsh word for rainbow, that is. Kind of cool. So what does nest mean? Some Welsh? knowledge of the day. It's not a word. <laughs> I mean, you you could you can you can actually say nest nest in Welsh, and that means I did. So it's the rainbow I did. I did a rainbow. That's interesting. I never think of her name the same ever again. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I knew a woman actually. One of my friends when I was growing up, his mother was called Envis. So yeah. what a beautiful name. Cool times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do definitely think that this crown is going to make that. Uh, Bounty hunter slash scoundrel counter a little more effective. But <clears throat> uh, Lord Vader. What's I've, that? I've been pulling that off with, with Thrawn and um, Maul in there. I've been doing it lately. Mm. Everyone's like, "Don't do it. Don't even think about it." But I've been thinking about it, and I've been doing it, and it's, <laughs> I've been pulling it off actually. So I don't know if it's just. Um, I don't like it in threes, but. Yeah. In five v five, there's a lot more leeway. In threes, it's like if if Thrawn fractures Beskar Mando, like the can't you just die? Like, yeah, you're dead. If if the comp is Lord Vader Thrawn Maul, you know, if if Thrawn fractures, uh, Bam, yes, yeah, like you could say goodbye to your team. You're just dead. So okay, cool. And that's <laughs> like a fifty percent chance of happening. So. <laughs> I think the one team I'm unsure about is I, I don't know if I want to put Malakos on offense or defense yet. Yeah, I had, them, I, I had them for offense all of 5v5. I will mm -hmm. say in 3v3, that team is more vulnerable because <clears throat> you have uh, Seer, Malakos, and then you really need to put Jedi, uh, not Jedi Cal, Baby Cal, original Cal in there. Because if you don't, then like he like the protection up that, that Cal gives is really good, but then you have no tank. So it it's it's yeah. easier to pick that team apart because you really need four solid characters. You need Seer, Cal, Malakos, and a tank. So it's a little bit easier to to pick it apart. You can Gidme it. I've done that a couple times. Um that's true. That's true. That goddamn counter. It's so good. <laughs> it really is. And when it works, it's fun to watch. But uh, when you're, the the head, you're like, God damn it. I actually, um, I, I built my Malakos to trap Gidme teams in 5v5. 
and that was so much fun. Like I, I, I changed the modding up on on Malikos to make him fast. Obviously, you're not going to outspeed Gideon, right? Like Gideon has got stupidly high base speed. Yeah. But if you can risk it for a biscuit and throw your Star Killer on the team, and Star Killer is passing seventy speed to your Malikos, then you can take your turns before the Gideon goes, provided you've got about 300 plus speed on your Malikos. So they'll take it, if they don't check the mods and they just fucking go in, they'd lose their entire team before they take a turn and it's preloaded. And it caught like five people off in nice. uh, in 5v5 a couple of weeks back. I was like, yeah, beautiful. Hmm. But then people just started GLing it and, and then it wasn't worth it because you've lost your Starkiller and a Malikos team. And you're like, uh, okay, it might be not worth it. But I do agree though, like in threes, you're missing a key component to that team. Um, so, so. so I'm an idiot when it comes to these games. I'm just here for the comedic value. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so would you say so it's safe to laughing at you or with you? <laughs> it's usually at me. It's usually at me. Um, ho- hopefully with me, but you never know. But um, so would it say you want to keep? Because I have Malikos, uh pimped out pretty well. Do I want to save him for offense then on three v three? I think I will. I think I will just to give me the option in case yeah. I need a slacker Malakos team. Yeah, I just I just I just don't know. So yeah. I'm going in a bit blind. I'm going to try it. Try it for offense, just personally. That's what I was still maybe just throw it in the GL on defense. Ray is still going to beat Lord Vader. Mm. Just an overall good uh, good team to have. I love that team. Yeah, it's yeah. my new favorite team. It just you replaced know, Starkiller. He is like, he is a lot of fun. The amount of Damage he does is just outrageous. He yeah. throws rocks at you, and you're like, "Oh shit, that hurt!" So, <laughs> hey, where'd my team go? <laughs> I had people around me. Oh no. Yeah, and oh. see, I, I usually put him on defense, but I had saved him for offense. Uh, that, like I told you earlier, and took out a Riva team, and it was the most coolest thing I'd ever seen. I just thought he was mm-hmm. going to hit him with a rock, and all of a sudden, you know how it glitches for a minute where everything stops. And you know yeah. shit's about to yeah. go down. And I'm like, maybe someone's in it left behind. No, everyone was gone. There was no revive or anything. They were done. I was like, that was fucking awesome. Do you, do you remember the, the old days of um, the Qui-Gon Jinn army when, when that worked versus GLs and stuff? Yeah. And oh you'd have God, that moment yeah. where Jedi Anakin would glitch the fuck out. And you'd like run <laughs> forward and you'd go like, boom, boom, and just be back and go forward. And then everybody would just be dead. You're like, yeah, yeah something happened. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, usually you'd be pissed if, if the screen froze up, but when you see that, you know you're about to unleash some fury yeah. on somebody. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Is there any part of a 3v3 you guys like? When it ends, mostly. Yeah. Okay. It's fair. You know, I, I like the championship payout at the end. Like, yep. that's, that's a good time. Yep. I don't hate it as much as most, but like I said a minute ago, it takes me a while to, like, knock the rust off. For sure. And then when I start getting the flow and start getting good, it's like, oh, well, it's over now, so. But I would still rather just do 5v5 all the time. And I hate the cadence. Mm. I hate that it's 5v5 and 3v3. I wish it was 5v5, 5v5, then 3v3. Um, Because I just don't think it's that. 5v5s in a row and then 3v3? Yeah, because isn't that an entire season or something? Like, isn't it three... Three iterations, I think, is like a season. I don't know. Oh, like if you're following um, following conquest, yeah, because yeah. there's like three lots of conquest, isn't there? And then we get a new thing come out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, crafting <laughs> wave yeah. says 
My favorite part of 3v3 is when my opponents don't attack. Yep. You know, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, we should be speaking, uh, you uh, mentioned Conquest, should be getting uh, a new tune at some point soon. That's true. Yeah, yeah there's no really hints either. Do you Have you heard any wins? No, I haven't. Oh, but... But what I can say is maybe we might actually get a fucking light side character for once. You know, just throwing it out there if, <laughs> instead of like dark side. We've had like three light side characters in all of Conquest. How many conquests have we had now? We've got like 1800 dark side tunes and ships and just Ben, Razorcrest and Cat. See, I can't even Cat. There you go. And she was one of the first ones as well. She was like yeah, first Solo or second. Ben Solo was the last light side character, you know? Yeah. It's like Give us some of the light side, please. Just, just, just to ease my OCD a little bit. To be like, God damn it, please give me a light side unit. I'm just hoping okay. it's not a ship more than anything. I was gonna say, I'm wondering it's gonna if be. it's ship time. Yeah, I think it's gonna mm. be. I feel like it's. And you know, if it's gonna be a ship as well, and it can be light side, it's probably gonna be something for Galactic Republic because I said this when the Marauder came out. And they were like, we've done this and we've reworked the Endurance to make the Endurance more viable. And I was like, no fucker is going to use that with the Endurance. They're going to just throw it <laughs> with the Negotiator and yeah. have it be better, right? Like, nobody does that. We have, like, it there's so better. many it's fleets right now. Better. You're just going to consolidate your power into one fleet. And it makes more sense. And lo and behold, that's what everybody fucking does. And it's a really good team comp now. So I'm thinking, if it goes light side and it's going to be a ship, it'll be something else for Galactic Republic that's going to pull that Marauder back over to the endurance what that means what that could be i don't fucking know i just want to thank you for I'm not stumped. saying red five. Oh, it's <laughs> gonna be red five <laughs> i was gonna say no, ray five so. you remember it was gonna be ray you five don't. for a while Bob, Bob, put your fucking tinfoil away you are gonna get the community in an outrage Stop. you want to get even deeper with it that's why no. they gave you uh that's why they sold a pack for her for Ray, because she's going to be required for Ray 5. <laughs> oh, yeah, no shit. Lightspeed bundles. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of that, um, Scribe, that was huge news. How did you feel How, how did you feel about those packs? Oh, well, you know, it was a fucking kick in the dick, to be honest. Because the day after I unlocked SLKR after putting him off for like four years, those packs dropped. So I had mm. wasted hundreds of fucking Chirotech and shitloads of relic materials for them <laughs> to re release a $9.99 fucking pack the day after I unlocked him. I was like, sons of bitches. Of but hey, shit happens. Scribe was one of those guys that I mentioned when we yeah. first talked about this. You, you yeah. were the only I people that we felt sorry I, for. Yeah, I think my yeah. words were, you know what? There's some poor bastard out there right now that is pissed. And that, that was me. That was me. <laughs> but, you know, shit happens. Shit happens. It's just the game at the end of the day. I'm still bitter about it. But, hey. I mean, I would have been able to get Leia, like, fucking a month earlier if I didn't waste all my gear on fucking slacker requirements instead just bought my way. But I still maintain that those light speed bundles were actually fucking amazing, and they should do more of them. I, I think they were great. And that's the rumor, apparently, is that there's two more coming. Mm. Mm. I've yeah, heard that for months now. I've heard that since the day after the other ones released, that more were coming. Mm. I know that some were data mined, but well, you know, Hugh Hefner right. got a video yeah. about the possibility. And that's I call I call Arnold Hugh Hefner because he's like the Hugh Hefner of Swayo content creators. He's got all these stormtroopers around him. Mm -hmm. So it's like 
if there is two, who the hell is it going to be? I don't think they can do Jedi Master Luke. I think there's too much crossover. Mm. So I'm thinking they SCB. would just sell it. They would just sell a JML pack. That's what they would do for ten more bucks. Nah. Well, well, I, I I think SCB it'll go more granular pack? than that. No, no. See, I think I think we're going like executor to get some Imperial troopers, which will work towards C. Yeah, so you get Piet in that pack. Maybe you'll get Bosk, which is a crossover with like the old packs that they did for um, the Radis ship, right? So there's yep. a little bit of lost value there for the player base, but still does it. Still works towards a legendary because these first Lightspeed bundles were not like the Supreme Leader Kyro Ren Lightspeed pack. No, it wasn't. It was the BB-8 pack. It was the fucking Radis pack. It was the JTR pack. They're legendary unlocks. So we'll see stuff like Ewok pack for C-3PO. Fucking Rebel Pack for Jedi Knight Luke. You know, they'll be that way, which still builds towards a Galactic Legend, but it'll focus on the mid-tier Legendary Unlocks that they can't just give you in a pack. Because JML needs stuff like Jedi Knight Luke. He needs stuff like C-3PO that you can't just give it away in a pack. I mean, they could, theoretically, but I don't think they're going to. So I think they're going to be smaller. You know, we'll have little ones. And like Ewoks for C-3PO would be huge. They won't necessarily include Nisa in it, but people see, oh, this can be used in the new raid. Fucking, yeah, $10. I'll get, like, all of the Ewoks apart from Nisa to Relic 5. Bargain. Maybe it'll be $20 or whatever the fuck it'll be. But I can see them doing something like that instead um, and still getting huge buying. Because I'll be honest, I would still buy that pack, and I've got most of the Ewoks sorted anyway. And, like, fuck it. I'll do it for one or two characters that I need to go to Relic 5. Why not? For $9.99, it's a steal. I'm in the same boat with you. I think only for me mm. to have a full squad of Ewoks, I'm only missing like two, so I'd probably <laughs> probably buy it as well. No. I think. I mean, CG I bought the, the Radis pack for just L3, uh, Young Han, and um, shit. Who am I missing? L3, Young Han. There was one other person Elf. that I needed. In that. Was it uh, uh, Lando? Yeah, yeah, Young Lando. Yeah. So I I spent twenty dollars just for those three characters because I was like. Yeah, fuck it. I want L3. I, I literally, I ju- oh, and there was Karth and T3, actually, wasn't there? So, yeah, there were there were more characters. They weren't meta characters or anything, but for 20 bucks, Relic 5, it's you're silly to say no, to be honest, unless you're a purist free-to-play, then I completely understand. I, I think CG realized they can release affordable packs and people will be like, huh, that's really reasonable. Mm-hmm. I think I will buy that. <laughs> It's because we've had years of conditioning of $99 packs where we're like, fuck that. I'm not spending that. <laughs> so. no, I don't. I mean, I spend, but I think they had a, a $99 pack just recently where it had 30 Omicrons in it. And I even looked at that and went, no. I mean, yeah. that was really, that was the draw, was 30 Omicrons. Mm. I went, yeah, no, not for 100 bucks. Out of your minds. No. Yeah. I, I know a couple of whales that would just go, yep, bye. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. I don't have like fuck you money, but all right, that's that's cool. I'm glad you do. <laughs> Logan does. <laughs> don't let him fool you. Logan is definitely that kind of guy. Yeah, but <laughs> I, there's some deals I look at in that store, and I know that's bullshit. And there's there's just yeah. no, you know, yeah, I spend, but I'm not stupid about it. I don't spend for the sake of, oh, it's thirty omicrons. I could use those. No, I'm no, I'm I'm good. A hundred dollars can go somewhere else. You know, that's mm. just. Nah. Nah. Oh, at that point, you just buy a vault, right? Yeah. So, I mean, really, I, I think I feel like 17,000 crystals. <laughs> yeah. Now, I did drop 
50, you know, 50 bucks for crystals for when double drops hit because I was mm. going to town. So that, to me, that made sense. That 50 bucks for that extra, extra chunk of crystals for five days of double drops, I went, yep, that makes all this, all the sense in the world to me. I don't get it. All right, Yvonne, I think we had some questions for this week. Viewer questions, yeah. Yeah, we had quite a few, I believe. Already, damn. We're moving along today. Moving along, moving along. Moving okay. on up. <clears throat> First viewer question was from Aussie Mike. Mike asks, what's your choice of condiment for hot chips? And then uh, he says... Pick for reference, as I know different countries call these different names. And why is it garlic aioli? And then for for my American co-hosts, they're French fries. So he's talking about French fries? Yeah, what do you dip your French fries in? Oh, when he said hot chips, I was was thinking like spicy chips. Um, Like Lay's spicy chips or some shit? Yeah. No, he's he's talking French fries there, brother. Um, I don't. I've never used garlic aioli. That sounds good, but um, just like ranch, I think. I'm ketchup all the way. Yeah, man. You know, just, I'm about to break out me the, the the ketchup. What are you for? Yeah. Yeah. I like ketchup. <laughs> French fries. Yeah, ketchup. That, that's what you do. Well, other people, what about you? yeah, I wouldn't say no to garlic aioli, but, you know, if there's a bottle of ketchup next to me, I'm probably going to grab that first. What about you, Scrab? Don't fucking know, to be honest. I mean, I'm not really a yeah. massive chip guy. You know, I like probably, you know, and it, it's spicy. I like it. I'll probably dip it in something that's also spicy. So yeah, just some more hot sauce. Like, fuck it. Double dip of that shit. Hot sauce is fire on that. I agree. I like it on the fries, mm. too. Agreed. Uh, mm, 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 mm. Sorry, scrolling. There's a lot of chatter in the thread. <clears throat> How dare they talk? God I damn. Know. Listen, you bastards. Don't do it again. Now we try to tell them, guys, take this to the general chat. Christ's sakes, we're going to be going through a thesis statement just to get to the question. It's usually my fault, uh, I feel like. It uh, is. All, the The next question we, we kind of already talked about. Uh, Aussie Mike asks, with Dark Trooper, um, Moff Gideon unlocking soon, what team will he go with? Will he be usable mm-hmm. outside of TW? So we kind of already touched on that. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, just, I don't want to take Scout Trooper away from Aiden because that stops people from trying to wampa it. And yeah. there's still a really good Stormtrooper crown out there that works really well. Oh, my God, those sets are so fucking good for Troopers, man. Yes, they are. They really are. I just got my Stormtrooper. I just got Stormtrooper to Relics, and I cannot wait to put him in one of those Trooper squads where he gets offense equal to 400% of his defense, and Stormtrooper just fucking deletes people. And my my secondary stat for defense on that crown that I have is like 325%. Nice. Jesus. So... I've got, it's gotten a couple holes. It got a couple holes in 5v5. I think people looked at it, probably underestimated it. Um, one person tried whomping it, and I just went, oh, no, why? Why would you try that? Why? Why would you do that to the poor Wampa? You just sent it to its death by firing squad. Wampa um, deserves better. 
It's true. Our, our next question is from Bodie. Bodie asks, uh, question, to push the raid scores forward, we are benchmarking ourselves against tougher guilds. Because we have Xerath's ult, we thought it would be funny to target solo base's main guild as our benchmark. And it's working so far. So my question is, do you benchmark yourself or your guild against someone else or another guild? And if so, who? It's hard for us to get anyone to even attack. So we're benchmarking <laughs> against ourselves, I think. I, I respectfully disagree as your fellow officer of your guild. Uh, Wobbling! Our, our engagement in this raid has been higher than it was Crate. I think people were bored with Crate and didn't have Tuscans and Old Republic Relict, and they were just like, I'm not going to do that. So we benchmark ourselves with where we were at previously, but we don't like benchmark other guilds. But we're also not uber competitive. We, mm-hmm. we're we competitive, but we're not going to be like, oh, you didn't do that? Get out of the guild. Farm like, Geonosian Brute Alpha, even though we're doing rote. Now you really need to farm Geo Brute Alpha bones. <laughs> I finished. Oh, Avant, I forgot to tell you. I was going to ask everybody what are their. Well, I'll, I'll wait to the last question before we wrap it up. Okay. I have some news for you. Oh. I don't know about benchmark. Now he's he's talking about the raid or TW. Yeah, like your raid score. Um, I the guild I'm in were halfway to the four twenty four box, so. I mean, I, I think just normal progression. Um, I know I'm going to be uh, putting Scribe's video on our guild disc- Discord about the solo Leia thing because I think everybody Cheers. needs to know that shit because if that's 2.7 mil, uh, sign mm. me up, buddy. I'm, was, I'm good with that score. That was an easy 2.7, and it was money. Yeah, mm. money all day. It's good so. to know. It's definitely good to know. And the more people get Leia, especially in the higher guilds, I, I think you're mm. going to see scores get higher in this raid than you will the Crate Dragon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our guild definitely just benchmarks against itself. I sometimes look around at what other guilds are doing and then get jealous and then get angry and be like, guys, fucking do some shit. Like, Come on. <laughs> Can you see these fucks? These fucks are getting more points than us. <laughs> Um, yeah, or I just complain to the officers and get them to complain to the rest of the guild because I'm not an officer and I don't want to be an officer. No, thank you. Not again. No, I've been there, no. done that. Gavin Stunt Double in the chat wants to know if halfway to the 400 million box means you're getting 200 million. No. Uh-huh. I imagine it's like 310. Roughly. The boxes, like, when you get up, so, like, we just got the 144 box, and then the next box is, like, 208. So, like, and, and the one below 144 was, like, 125. So, like, as you get up higher, the distance between the scores increases. Yeah, like, the last box we got was the, uh, yeah, we're halfway in between the 208 mil and the 424. So, we're getting, we're getting. Yeah, it jumps up by like 200 million each time at that point. It goes yeah. to like 208 to 424, and then it goes to like 665 or something. It like It's really big jumps um, in the middle. Malak is soloing my Malakos yeah. team in Conquest right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> Welcome to Conquest, baby. Right. <laughs> Avon, you're coming in real broken uh, up. Yeah, yeah breaking were, up. Were, How about yeah, now? Were, okay, now you're good. I can now. Hear you're you now. doing that weird echo thing. Hmm. Okay. Uh, next question from from Bones. Uh, okay, what's something I can do to get the upper hand in levy mirror matches? Can relics can putting relic mm. seven on assassin help, or does she have to be relic nine? No, no. So, like mirror matches. For, oh, sorry, guys. Like, don't. Uh, I don't have to jump in on this. You guys can take it. No, <laughs> I actually would way, way rather have your opinion than any of these guys. Uh, you would no. So. <laughs> I mean, personally, the first thing that I would look at is if you want to really have the most success, don't fucking mirror match. Um, that would be my first response is like use the Empire counter because. OK, but I don't have Scythe, yeah. though. I don't have yeah. Scythe. Yeah, fair enough. If, if if you don't have the Scythe and you're literally stuck and you've got to be doing mirror matches, then you can't definitively say where it is because it's going to be independently you know, it, it independently depends on how much relics they've got on their Sith Assassin, right? right. The idea yeah. is you ne you'll need to have more relics or more speed, at least on your Sith um, fighter, than they have on theirs. And that's just to just to get that TM train going. If you can't, if you if you don't have more relic levels, then it kind of shit out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. just it's just, you can still win. You can still win. It can still swing your your own way. You just need to try and make sure when you have the opportunity to attack with your Sith fighter that you're hitting something that's got full health to bring it down below full health to gain some TM across the team. That's the only way you can really mitigate it. But just check their speed. Make sure you've always got at least 60 mods on your Sith assassin. I don't like R9 Sith Assassin to me is just a crazy stupid investment. But like I said, I will not in almost any circumstance go for a, a levy mirror match because I, I don't like them this sketchy. Um, I would rather go in with the Empire Counter. But if that's off the table and you also don't have Marauder where you could potentially multi tap the Leviathan or even one tap it by using Negotiator with Marauder, Anakin's ETA 2 and, um, and Snips' ship as a starting lineup, that's still that will guarantee a two tap. But also has a relatively decent chance, I'd probably say about fifty percent chance of one tapping a Leviathan. So those are the options that I would go for before even thinking about going higher. Personally, I just took my Sith Assassin to Relic Six to get the low-hanging fruit of being able to take anybody out that didn't take their Sith Assassin beyond Relic Five. Which like, is me. That's, so, that's so should I up my R five then to like R seven or something? No, just go to R6. L R6. Literally, R6, if you've got 6 E-Mods, your Sith Fighter will be faster. And that's okay. all that matters. It, like, that R6, R7 doesn't matter. So long as it's one relic... It's not It's not even relic level. It's not quite as clear-cut as that. So long as you are one speed faster than the opponent, that's all that matters. You don't care if you deal more damage or if you can take yeah. more damage. It's just the speed to get that first little bit of a boost. Yep. Um, so, Bob, something, yeah. Or something Bob, that I've been... you could just get good and do what yeah. I did. And make a poor investment decision and put your assassin to relic nine. Grimes said that shit, and I just wanted to take my glasses off and be like, "Man, I'm <laughs> fuck's sake!" Like, don't fuck. get me wrong, man. Like, at the top end, that is what people do. That's yeah. what people do. Yeah. You know, like if you're talking high end Kyber one PVP or even in TW, right? Like, people are going to be doing that because it does close out counters. It makes things a lot harder to deal with and it forces an equal level of investment across the board. I'm not saying there's no value. I'm just saying it's like it, it's 
it's diminishing returns and you're better you're, you're better off investing in the other counters before you start thinking about pushing that shit higher right. in my opinion the, take it with a grain of salt i'm mainly just trying like i used to be able, i'm mainly talking about arena i used to be able to climb mm. with profundity and that was after the oh, yeah, close that, that shit they, oh but, really wow but that was after so, they did the the buff to it because I looked up I a video. See. I don't know if it was fucking Bit Dynasty or somebody. I looked up and it said if the video said after um, the I keep wanting to say nerf after the buff and it, and it worked. Nothing was announced. Mm. Nothing was changed and it stopped working. I no longer get the assists no. or anything, so I just quit using yeah. that. It yeah, you, the- you, know, you get isolated, don't you? They yeah. they isolate your ship with the first special. Yeah, and that well, fucks the um, the Y wing completely. With the Lemmy Mirror match, one of the things that I've been doing is you, your first Leviathan move is the the one where you destroy the engines, mm-hmm. and then before I destroy the hangers, I will bring in my Tiderito. So you see, so yeah, I don't do that. I do the two special moves mm-hmm. first, so I shouldn't so, do that. No, nah, yeah, bring, okay. bring in your Tiderito, and this is just. Like only if they haven't destroyed your hangar, because mm-hmm. if you destroy, if you do destroy hangar, typically the AI's first reinforcement is the Mark Six, and then it doesn't mm-hmm. destroy it. So you've wasted that ability. So I will often do destroy the engines, call in my Tiderito, then I'll destroy the hangar, okay. and then. That that way you're not wasting that that move to destroy their reinforcement, and and yep. then even if you get your bridge overtaken, you have your Titerito on the on the field, and you can use your Mark Six with your next move. Hopefully you get it before, um, b- before the bridge gets taken over, and, and then you can have like a fighting chance at winning, even mm-hmm. though you didn't go first. Okay, yep, that's good to know because I, I wasn't doing agreed. that. So. That yeah. might help. If you, if you can get that first reinforcement out, th- then definitely do it. Uh, and yeah. it is, yeah, it's definitely the Dorito first. Um, because like they said, uh, like Avant said, uh, the Mark VI Interceptor is immune to destroy effects, so it won't die from, you know, being reinforced when the hangars are destroyed. And it can't be destroyed by itself. You know, if, the base, if it's got all the stacks and it gets basic, that also won't kill it because it's okay. immune to those destroy effects. So yeah, yeah, okay. definitely, definitely do that if you can. No, that, that yeah, helps those, a lot, actually. Yeah, on those mirror mm-hmm. matches, if I don't go first, the the Thai Dorito comes in. If I do go first, I normally bring an Imperial shuttle instead. Hmm. I don't even have right. that yeah, thing. Cool. I don't even have him. I have but a fucking. Phantom normally when I normally when I climb now, I'm doing the Empire counter because it's good practice. I would love the mm-hmm. scythe. I would love it, but it's gonna be about four years before I get it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's as fair. Your, that's as fair. your TB officer, I would also love if you had the scythe because we need them for platoons. I would, I would rather spend on Chirotex and other shit on the stupid new Galactic Legend um, store than fucking two shards a month for scythe. I just, I'm sorry. It's gonna help me out. It's gonna help us all out. Still doesn't have bad batch. Yeah, yeah, and so I can't use Marauder because yeah, the whole joke with the community is me and Bad Batch, because I'm always like, what can yeah, I counter yeah. when I'm doing my streams in Grand Arena? Yeah. What is this counter? It's constantly fucking Bad Batch. Is the answer to everything, dude. I I I know the exact feeling for years. I had, hey, you know what's good here? Slacker, 
and now I get, hey, you know what's useful here? Afra. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> you guys, man. Come on. Like, shut up. But you know what's <laughs> funny? Your pain, brother. What's funny pain. is I, that you say that is I always bitch about the, the counter answer is always Bad Batch and Slacker. Slacker counters fucking everything. <laughs> and I just yeah, got him recently. Does, to be fair. Slacker's <laughs> an amazing tune. Okay. He is. He's outstanding. <laughs> Our next Fuck question. You, oh, sorry, guys. No, you're good, man. Uh, next question is uh, from Aussie Mike. Which Datacrons should we be aiming for this set? Asking for a friend who does GAC on my account. <laughs> which, is, which is me. <laughs> which is Bones. What would we say? The Afro one? The Boosh one? I would, yeah. say, I would say priority one is the Boosh-Cron. I, I, think, I think you should go after a Scoundrel No Revive as well. For your cat, mm -hmm. for cat, yeah, yep. 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 Is there uh, any those are the those are the three that really stand out. And if, and if you can get some scoundrel, um, bonus turn ones, those will be really good. Okay, definitely. And then Aussie Mike asks, "Will Ray lead Jawas be a thing?" <laughs> oh, not in threes. I don't think. Not uh, in threes, you need more Jawas, right? <laughs> there you go, old man. Old man, do it, Ray. Ben Solo, Java Scavenger. Do it. Oh, you know, man. I have a Java level nine Kron. Who the hell? <laughs> what do you know? Actually... Yeah, wait, wait, wait back for 5v5 and go with like Ray, three Jawas, and Nisa with a Nisa Kron. So Ooh. they will revive. <laughs> Ooh, got the Nisa Kron too. But, that, but then again, then again, they'll probably just kill it with gas. So. <laughs> It's like fucking gas beating Ray, man. Like, still. I've got Dathja. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh is that the Jawakron you've got? I have no yep. fucking clue what that even does. Yeah, it gains 15% turn meter when other allies use a special ability on their turn. That's not bad. That's, that's a lot of turn meter. Yeah. Hmm. Um, our next question is from Crafting Way, and we definitely already talked about this. Um, so, uh, Crafting Way, thanks for the question about the raid. Um, but the one thing Crafting Way did mention is Gerbil has a good video out on the raid. It takes a little mm -hmm. bit to understand, but it's actually pretty simple. Two Rebels and an Imperial seems to be incredibly strong. And mm -hmm. apparently Ewoks are bugged in a bad way, which uh, is true. The, like Something's wrong with Timber, and they're not working as intended. It's, um, so um, it's Jam. Is that what it like, is? I, and, and I don't think it's actually bugged. I think it's just worded a little innocuously. Um, uh, so okay. basically, like he, what what he was saying in his video is that Jam is is supposed to be like a Vade, right? Like they'll use their basic and they'll they, they should be consuming their Jam um, to deal additional damage, which they do. But Jam is also supposed to like lower the difficulty of the tier, so you don't get like the Shadow Troopers, for example. Right. However, it's only at certain thresholds of Jam. So the higher up your Jam, the easier your waves are going to be. But it only lowers when you stop when you actually bring down a wave in difficulty. So you need to have like gone up to a scout troop, a shadow trooper, and then stopped the next wave from being a shadow trooper. Only then will it use your jam. It doesn't use it every single wave. So mm. it's really it's kind of like counterintuitive. If all you're facing is the basic scout trooper recruits, it'll never go down. Which means you can never score massively highly because uh, you need to have the higher enemies to get the big points because that's where all the points are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. I think it just means we need to play 
Ewoks a little differently, if I'm understanding it correctly. I, I'm sure news will come out and be, Scribe's a fucking moron, doesn't understand how jam works. Goddamn. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll be clicking on that video for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it myself. Uh, Scribe's a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I have no idea what most kids do. So you're, you're doing well. You're doing well. That's for true. Yeah. That's true. This is true. Yeah. Uh, next <laughs> question is from Drew. Drew asks, favorite item or collectible to look for at a garage sale or antique shop? I like this one. Okay. Um, what I look for is any you know anything vintage, nerdy stuff, video games, uh, action figures. Uh, my new thing is just like books and stuff that I liked or I, I'd like, um, I don't know, you know, like trading cards sometimes, you know, the, the usual nerd stuff. That's it for me. Any any um, military, I mean, because I was in the service, so any any military memorabilia, anything like that, you know. I don't go to many of those. My wife, unfortunately, detests them, so sometimes I have to go by myself. <laughs> like, you're just buying other people's shit. I'm like, yeah, but every now and again, you find a gem in that shit. It's a blast. <laughs> I used to work at a flea market. It was fun. I don't really go to too many garage sales, but I would say I look for like old video games like NES or Super Nintendo games, uh, stuff like that. I, you know what? It's amazing you say that because I will say the last time I went to one, this guy had a box of old um, Sega Saturn games. Oh, cool. Not Sick. Um, no, the Sega Dreamcast. The Sega Dreamcast. Oh, Dreamcast. Great game, too. Great and game. if I could find a copy of Marvel vs. Capcom 2, because that game on eBay is like 130 bucks. Anything underneath PS2, buy it up. Even PS2, because, I mean, it's it's hard. Everyone's doing it now. It's mm. You know, I don't know what created the, the craze, but if you see that shit and it's a decent price, buy it up, because they're, they're little antiques and very valuable. Get get an original sort of PlayStation One Final Fantasy Seven case oh. with like unscratched games and no cracks in it and the booklet and everything, and you'll be full. Oh, I think Oof. that'll be worth something. Yeah, mm. you're right. Those RPGs, man. Uh, especially oh. if you get the black label Final Fantasy Seven, like you said. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not found- like the platinum versions. At least that's what they called them in the UK. Was that the same in the in the states? It's like greatest like, hits, maybe release. Yeah, it was platinum uh, yeah, greatest we, hits we, we, or something we, like that. Yep. Yeah, in, in the UK it was called Platinum and it had like a silver band on the bottom yep. instead of the black band for the yep. case. Um, and there was in so, the yeah. Final Fantasy VII, there was like four discs in the Platinum or, great, yeah. or the greatest hits. And then I think there was seven to eight in the, the black label one. So, mm. but yeah, wow. um, Dragon's <laughs> Quest, you know, all those like JRPGs are worth a lot nowadays. Mm. I still feel old. Yeah. <laughs> Next question <laughs> is from, from TK. TK asks, Autobot or Decepticon? Oh, <laughs> Decepticon. Decepticon. I mean, come on. No, come on. Decepticon. Yeah, I'm Decepticon. Are those yeah, the bad ones? I'm not a Prime fan, but the Decepticons had, I mean, other than the Dinobots, the Decepticons had the better roster, better character, cooler looking characters. I mean, I love Ironhide, but the fucker was a minivan. <laughs> you know, you go pick the kids up from soccer. Like, you know, you're a little kid and you transform Ironhide and you're looking for the soccer mom. Like at least Starscream <laughs> was a goddamn jet. I mean, 
They even <laughs> had the three, cool. they even had the three dudes that turned into the camera. I mean, they just had cool shit. I don't know if that's <laughs> cool, but yeah, unique. That's for sure. Mm. I wasn't I wasn't a, a Transformer kid. I was born after that craze, so I caught the end of Teenage Mutant mm. Ninja Turtles as a kid. Oh man, that was sick. I used to love the turtles as a kid. Yep, those movies, man. Those movies still live up. Ah, fucking, they're brilliant, man. Yeah, With the big fucking costumes. They were great. They still, I still <laughs> love them though. Like, they worked. They actually really worked. Yeah. Jim ha- Jim Henson's animatronics. Mwah. It always got me. Like back in the '90s cartoon of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that Shredder was voiced by Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince. I was like, "Holy shit!" Are you <laughs> That's serious? Uncle Phil is Shredder. Yeah, man. I didn't know I did that. Not know that. Oh, poor yeah. Uncle Phil. Yeah. I'm still trying to, still trying to wrap my brain around that the Kurgan from Highlander is Mr. Krabs. The who? The uh, Clancy Brown. You ever seen the old Highlander movie, the Kurgan, the villain? It, yeah, I was but a, a long time ago. Yeah, I, rem- yeah. I wouldn't remember. He does the voices Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob. Huh. I'll have to <laughs> check that out. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my brain around that fucking one. Like, that's where your career ends up. You're in something badass like Highlander, and now you're Mr. Krabs. Hey, man, yeah. it's a paycheck. Yeah. You make, some actors make money doing that voiceover shit. Look at Mark yeah. Hamill. Greatest you joker ever. Give us a Watto mm-hmm. real quick. Give us some Watto for old Scribe here. Uh, so we've got this Scribe on, on, the, on the show here to talk Swiggle. And if, he, if he's wrong on his last topic, it's going to say Scribe is a dumb fuck. That'll be, that'll be the title. Ooh. And Bob, I mean, what's going on brilliant. with your bad batch? You still don't have them. Ooh. I feel like you might need a mint after that or something, man. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking fire. It's like on point, but shit. <laughs> One of our viewers said, "Can you do an entire episode as Watto?" And I went, "No, man. I, I, if I went to work the next day, I'd be like, ah, you." <laughs> <Bad. laughs> um. Next question is from Drew. Drew asks, "Are you worried about the decisions you make in the game while Mercury is in retrograde?" LOL. Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> How long is this going? I didn't know this was happening. How long does this go on for? My wife said something about it the other day. I don't. Is this a long period of time, or is this a short period of time that we're in retrograde? Most of my life, I think, is something's been in retrograde. Yeah, I don't even know what it means to be honest. But um, every decision I make every day, I blame on retrograding. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's what that's what happened to my hairline, man. Like fucking <laughs> retrograded all the way fucking off my head. And then. I blame going gray on that shit. I mean, I got the silverback sides going on. So. Yeah, but that makes you look distinguished, man. It, I, you've got the whole, what is it, Reed Richards look going on. That, that's not bad. So, uh, Havoria says it happens quite a bit. So, um, you guys just have yeah. to let me know so I can keep track. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I won't. I won't make any drastic changes. <laughs> I won't roll datacrons when Mercury is in retrograde and fucking Mars is rising or whatever fuck it is. I, I don't even know. I how much sleep I lose over this one. <laughs> um, our next question is from Salacious Dumb. If you suddenly started to listen and like the musical stylings of the Insane Clown Posse, 
what would your juggalo name be? Could you that? Here's the thing: is I'm fan of all that stuff since I was a kid. I don't. I tried to think when I read of a name for the show, and I I couldn't come up with anything clever. Someone wrote one in the chat. You might as well give yeah, that as honorable mention. But what crafting way said Obi Fun Clown Obi. What kind of music is Insane Clown Posse? I know I'm, I'm really aging. Um, is, it, is it is it music? I, I've yeah. never, I, I thought it was a joke. It's kind of like spooky circus rap. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> You've never Clown listened to Bob. them before? You're legit fucking with me. You've never listened to the uh, Insane Clown Posse, ICP. Uh, no. Okay, have have uh, Avant? Have you you, you know a little bit about rap? Six. I don't know what the fuck you're I, talking. I I know about. who ICP is, but I've never listened to them because I, it's just not my style. Okay, so I will send you guys a song. You have to at least listen to one song to know what you're talking about. Okay. Can it, can it, can it just be thirty seconds? Well, you can listen to it for thirty seconds. I don't think they put have it, one. No, no, don't put it on here. Just put it in the Discord. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 No, not right now. Okay, yeah, I'll, so try we're, to, I'll try to remember to listen to that before the new year. We're, we're almost done with the questions here. Uh, Drew, Drew asks, if CG gave you an, uh, a Christmas gift in game, what would you want? Bones would get Bad Batch. Fuck that. I don't want that shit. I want a crate, No, man. he said it. No, he said it. That's If they did that, that's what you're getting. All I, I ever full yeah. a full Omicron. 20 Omicron masks. That's it. You guys are lowballing, man. Yeah. Why don't you just ask them to max out your crystal currency so you just can't have any more? Like you've got one billion crystals in your account. Then you're done. You're set for life. Like, yep, I'll just have everything. You know, Scribe, I like where you're going, but a long time ago I learned to keep my standards very low. That way I'm rarely disappointed. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go with the Omicrons. <laughs> <laughs> we know we're dealing with CG fair. here. If, if, yeah, if, if we're being reasonable in our requests, uh, fuck, what would I want? I'd, just, uh, I'd, I'd probably actually say you don't even have to give it to me for free, but bring out a variety a variety selection of Lightspeed bundles. Bring out like one a month. Just something new every month and I'll be happy. I'll still pay for it if I need at yeah. least one character. I like that. I just want to create. It'd be kind of, it'd be kind of fun, mm -hmm. too, if they gave everyone a free seven-star character. It was just like a free data card and you got a random yeah. seven-star character. Do you remember when they uh, they did that for Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum? That was kind of cool. Like, I didn't need her, yeah, but it was kind of nice of them. They were yep. like, hey, if you don't have a seven-star Fulcrum, you do now. Congratulations. Mm. It's like, oh. Was there thanks, a reason CG. for it, or was it just random? For the show. It was because of the show, right? The show. It was like yeah. a yeah. promotion really for the show. show. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, last, last question is from Extreme Makeover Alderaan. Who should get fired like Matt Canada from any Sw Swiggo squad? Oh, you know what? <laughs> Tip my cap to that comment. All right. And, uh, Scribe, uh, Matt Canada is a, a football team Steelers coach that got yeah. fired. Okay, week. right. Because that was right over my head. I was like, <laughs> who? What, what faction does he belong to? Uh, I'm like, Scribe's going to be like, yo. <laughs> no, fuck that Matt Canada bloke. Bring it up. Damn. 
Young Gangs, and now who the fuck is Matt Cage? Is he like the lead singer? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Um, of, of, of that insane clown posse. Is he the lead singer of them? Is he, he is, yeah. yes. The lead rapper. He yeah, even okay. got, yeah, I fucking knew it. He got fired from that, so you know he's bad. Yeah. Who would I want I fired? Squad? Omega. Yeah. Yeah. Go with that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think I've already fired her because, like, you were talking about a a a random seven star character. That would be the <laughs> would be the only one. <laughs> oh, that clone is still not seven star. Nisa. I'm fucking pissed oh. about Nisa. How do we not get Teak? I'm fucking pissed still about her. She was less known than Teak was. Like no one watched that fucking cartoon. Most everyone that watched the cartoon, I guarantee you, watched the movies already. But Bob, I thought we put this. To, I thought we put this argument to bed. I, I I thought we were over this. Scribe, do you know who Teak is? Do I fuck? Like who? <laughs> Teak. Okay. So did, you, did you ever watch the Ewok? Teak movies? isn't that a. Is, isn't isn't teak a type of wood? It is a type <laughs> of wood. I it didn't is. know that. Mostly <laughs> <laughs> used on fiberglass boats to make it look decorative. So it actually, yeah, is a very a nice, uh, stylish type of wood. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to tag you in Discord after this. I'm going to show you a picture of teak. But teak was a in the Ewok movies. Did you ever watch those? Boats. No. God copy no. copy and paste the Jerry Sandusky picture. I guarantee he doesn't know who that is either. <laughs> oh, that's that's probably true. Okay, we'll, we'll figure it out after the the thing. But Teak is yeah, a sure. he, the Ewok movie. He was like a a, a methed out Ewok that would go real fast, <laughs> <laughs> and he would go around like the Flash. And we deserve him. And he was way more popular than fucking Nisa was. I promise you. That's well, like it. out of the twelve people that watched the Ewok movie. Exactly. I, I think <laughs> um, there, there was a second part to Extreme Maker, Makeover All Rounds question, and uh, it was more of a well, it was a question. Uh, they say, forget the Gungans, why aren't the Naboo in the game? That's fish out. What's a Nabooian? It's where the queen of the Nabooti uh, rules. <laughs> yeah. All I can remember is. I mean. Her bodyguard. They need to. Uh, do Panaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Panaka. Yeah, mm, very good. But I don't remember who. Yeah, any more yeah. of them. She she needs some loving, man. Padme needs a little bit of loving. I'm hoping, secretly hoping that Kaloran Beck does does something and ignites a passion. Next next year, I think is the 25th anniversary of Phantom Menace. So mm. maybe Padme can stop being sad, May, and actually get some support again or, next year. Who knows? Or or, listen, hear no, me don't out. Do don't do it. The fucking Gungans with a, with GL Jar Jar. No, not GL Boss Ness. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Fuck that guy. <laughs> just, <laughs> but I can see Jar Jar being a conquest. That was pretty good. I was proud of you, Ivan. That was good. That right, just made me very happy. There, there's a there's a thing on this show, Scribe, where uh, many viewers over to the time mm. I've been doing this um, mm. purposefully put Jar Jar questions in the chat just to get me going and to get just me to troll you. and to get me to rant because mm. 
I have vowed that if that useless turd of an abortion <laughs> character that's in this <laughs> franchise ever enters, I mean, tell me how game, you really feel, Logan. <laughs> ever enters this game, then I will hang up the spurs of my wallet and I will go permanent free to play. <laughs> that's they a promise. CG will not get another dime. Oh my god, I can't wait. And that's why. And that's why CG hasn't released the Gungan faction so far. That's that's, that's the real reason. Plan. Because of my because of my spending, that it'll hurt their bottom line too much, <laughs> and they'll go, "We can't, we can't do this." Old man, stop spending. They need your money. You're holding them to ransom. That's, that's, You're like, you better not fucking release Jar Jar, you piece of shit. That's, Otherwise, that's, I'm leaving. Yeah, I love it. All right, that's all the questions. CG, bring on Jar Jar. So, all right. What do you feel about Jar Jar coming to the game, Scribe? Was that a was that a fuck no that I heard? Uh, I don't give a shit to be honest, man. Like, if Jar Jar comes to the game, fine. Who cares? Like, yeah, whatever. I, I, I I'm kind of pragmatic about characters coming to the game. I don't really care if they're cool. If they're good in the game, I'll usually get them regardless. You know, like a lot of people are pissy about like Ray, for example. They're like, I'm not gonna fucking get Ray. I will not. In any circumstance, relic up Rose Tico because it's fucking Rose Tico. And I'm like, well, fine. If you don't want a Galactic Legend, then you're a fucking dumbass, as far as I can say. I'm not saying that Jar Jar is the equivalent of a GL. I'm just saying, if it's good, I'll get it. Sure, I don't really care if he comes to the game, but, you know, whatever. Why not? Like, meh. I mean, they were a big faction in, in the movies, so it's going to have to happen. There was one or two yeah. of them. I, I saw some of them. And he, I think he turned the Republic, like, I think he turned, like, everyone kept blaming Sidious for everything. I think he infiltrated the Senate, and he's the reason why they turned bad. Bob, you're running out of foil. Stop. Senator Jar Jar, you're yeah. You're running out of foil. I think you it's, I think he's got limit. a cut on his head, and he's got, like, aluminium poisoning in his bloodstream or something. <laughs> he does. He does. Mercury. Mercury. He's, he's, he's his brain. Oh. We haven't the figured it out question, yet. That's a good guess. The last though. question we go around the panel before we wrap it up for the night is, over the past two weeks, what big accomplishment or something you have unlocked that you're happy about did you make in your roster? Hmm. My, mine's easy. I, I got Leia's ultimate, and I took her to R9. Had Solid to choice. fucking one-up me, didn't you? God damn it. <laughs> Because I got Leia to Relic 9, but I'm still like three matches short of the ultimate. Mm. So mm. Hopefully before GAC lock. Oh, I'll make sure it's before then. Because we've just had the weekly store refresh as well, so that's, that's another token right there. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. That is true. Yeah, I've just been farming Leia. I've, <clears throat> I've finished a couple of people, seven star, but that's about it. What about you, man? What have you I spent suppose. on? Have you found anything to spend on, Logan? No, not actually, not lately. To be honest, Christmas time, so um, that's that's down okay. temporary. Hmm. But hmm. I will say, for me, um, and I know you guys did a roster roast on me, which was that was in a hysterical evening. Um, you guys were giving me shit for like characters that nobody else would ever have done, but Avant did pick one out and I fixed it. I, I, I was given a lot of grief for not having my Geo Brood Alpha to relics and I had the gear, I had the relics, so I said screw it and 
brought the Geo Brood Alpha to Relic Seven. So and that's and how did that benefit you at all? Um, he's a good tank. Basically, enough that that I mean, Avant was right that the Geo Brood Alpha is good for plug and play. Yeah, he's useful. It's well, a pre-taunting tank that yes. isn't actually a it isn't actually a tank as well, which is great. Like I say, it's great. Very niche use, but there are certain scenarios in like Galactic Challenges where you can't have a tank on the team, for example. But if you throw in GBA, you get a tank without actually having a tank, so you can still get some of the feats and shit done. I know that's super niche, no, but that's that one use. Sense. Well, when, when he has nothing else to do, that's going to help him, probably. Well, yeah. and, and, and because I did that, I will say it was it was nice to see the number number hit that, but I hit the 12 million mark. Hey. Congrats, buddy. Every time yeah. I hit a new million, it always feels good. It does. You're kind of like, ooh, another million. Yeah. So, you don't have too many more to go. How are you going to do it? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So we are going to wrap up this latest episode of Three Scoundrels in a Cantina. Once again, want to thank my our, our guest, Scribe. Scribe, again, just give a shout out as to where everybody can find you, those that came in late. And anyone else, then we'll go around the room for last words, and then we will wrap it up. Sounds good. Well, thanks so much for having me. Y'all can find me on YouTube. And, of course, I stream on Twitch most days of the week. Um, just come around and join me. Have a good time. Thanks for having me, guys. No, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Dude, yeah, it was an honor having mm-hmm. you, man. Um, yeah. yeah, we just appreciate you taking your time uh, coming by. and Not taking your time, taking time out of your time. Time out of your schedule. Oh, good. Time out of your schedule to come see us. But um, is that aluminum poison again? <laughs> it's getting to me. I'm starting to, I'm starting to twitch a little bit. It's getting hot in here. Yeah. Thank you for being the the first guest to humor uh, Bones's uh, theories and aluminum foil hats. I think uh, you played into a few of those really nicely. And you did. Uh, yeah. you did. Well done, sir. Well, well, well played. Scribe, thank you for the first time on the show making me feel valid, man. It's it's a big deal. God. I'm a lover, you know what I mean? I'm a giver. I'm here to lift you guys up. That's that's my purpose in life. Dude, I'm a receiver. How how weird is that? (laughs) Okay, that's the second time you came on to one of our co-hosts. I was going to say, like, awful sounds like you're saying, I'm a bottom. I'm a bottom, Uh, guys. Just saying. He's going to break out the wine and cheese again. He's going to start offering you shit, and then it's all downhill. (laughs) Just... Just meet me on Logan's. Meet me on Logan's Illuminati boat, and we'll be there. Yeah. Oh God, the yacht jokes just never get old. They really never. But yeah, thank you everybody. Thank you, Scribe. Thank you, co-hosts. It's always good doing these shows with you guys. Um, after no, a absolutely. Weeks. I hope everybody had a safe uh, holiday. Um, you know, thank you for coming. We will be here next week. Hopefully, we have some more news. If not then we're just going to do what we did this Thursday, which is bring on a good guest, chew the fat, and make shit up as we go. So yes, that'll sir. be it. 